You're listening to Band Geek with Richie Castellano on the Riotcast Network. Smackdown of Galactic Proportions. Band Geek weighs in on Star Wars The Force Awakens. Joining us today, we have a packed studio. Andy Ascalise. <laughs> you fucked me up already. You went five minutes into it. Well, two, five seconds into it. Okay. Tony Hansen. Brandy Metaxas. Hello. Well, that was nice. Phil Castellano. Sup. Jared Buff Pressburn. Guess who got hit on by a dude at the gym today? <laughs> Anne Marie Castellano. I'm trying my best not to sneeze into the microphone yeah. right now. Yeah. And joining us through the power of the interwebs, filmmaker extraordinaire Corey Machado. Wow. Thank you. Quite the intro. That was a pretty fucking awesome intro. Oh, yeah, I'm Richie Castellano. Okay, so I just want to tell everybody who Corey is because he's new to the podcast. Corey uh, was my coworker for about a year and a half at um, American Musical Supply when we were doing those videos. Oh, yeah. So when you see those videos of me uh, reading off a teleprompter, Corey was on the other end of it uh, moving the teleprompter <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you know making everything look really pretty. Uh, Corey, you want to uh, fill in our uh, listeners on your background? My background, like uh, heritage background. You want to know? <laughs> well, um, you know, where you you studied film, right? Yep, I, I went to NYU. I studied film, and uh, you know, tried that whole route doing uh, you know freelance work. And uh, now I'm an editor for a marketing company. Nice. Yep. Um, now you also do your own projects, right? Uh, I used to. Yeah. Well, where can people <laughs> check you out? You can check me out on YouTube, uh, Corey Machado. Right now, it's mostly tutorial videos, but you can watch those if you're into that, into uh, learning. So, actually, there's a really good uh, Corey Machado video that the Band Geek listeners would like because I get a lot of questions about this. Corey shows in Adobe Premiere, right? Mm-hmm. How to sync audio and video, and yes. everybody who, every musician I know, has that question because. They record something on their rig, and then they videotape themselves on, or video record themselves on their GoPro or their iPhone, and they need to sync them up. And Corey shows you a, a bunch of simple methods for doing that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely um, check those out. We have Corey here to um, bring credibility to the bullshit we're about to spew. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, whenever I whenever I use a word like exposition, I'm going to turn around and look at Corey on Skype. Like, did I use that right, Corey? Okay. <laughs> Um, also, before we get started on the uh, Nerd Fest, I want to do one more little plug. Uh, please go to Andy Ascalise's YouTube channel and check out his new Jocko Pistorius tribute split screen video. Stuffs uh, copies me. You're very, you're very, <laughs> you're, you're very kind. You're very kind. No, it's it's amazing. He plays he plays drums, bass, guitar, uh, piano, 
organ, and fucking recorder. Because that's like, you just whip your music dick out and put it on the table for everybody. Is that what a recorder is? A music yes, dick? It's a music dick yeah. and you blow into it. Look at it. Look at it. It's clearly... Oh, perfect. I don't like that. They teach like every kid how to play the yeah, recorder in the third grade. Yeah, you're right. Okay. I don't like this analogy. I ain't never seen I said I, wasn't, I said I wasn't, uh, wasn't editing the show, but I'll have to take that joke out. Nope. Why? Nope. I'm just kidding. And the first song they teach him is Pop Goes the Weasel. Oh. <laughs> I'll see myself. Womp womp. <laughs> Thank you very much for the plug. You're very kind, Richie. I want everybody to see it because it's really amazing. Um, I'm going to lower Amory because she is... I'm sorry. Amory's a little under the weather right now, but that seems to be uh, about a quarter of our shows. So. Aww, <laughs> to sorry, count when she's guys. Helping. Um, anyway, uh, to accompany this show, we're working on a very uh, epic and silly video. Uh, and Speaking we'll, of videos? Yeah, and, and I will... If I do enough editing this week, I'll hopefully be able to play the musical selection at the end of this episode. So <laughs> let's get into it. Uh, before we, um, but before we start arguing, I want to go around the room and everybody to give like a two sentence summary of you know how you felt about it. So I'll start with Andy. Uh, felt about what? The Force Awakens. <laughs> Star Wars. Star Wars. Well, you know what to think. Okay. Star Wars. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. One second. The the reason we're doing this is I've gotten all these emails and Facebook messages from people because they know, you know, Band Geek is a geek show and they know I'm a huge Star Wars fan. They're saying, hey, when are you going to do your Force Awakens review? And I've tried to be very respectful of the people who haven't seen it yet. Uh, before, okay, right now, if you haven't seen Star Wars The Force Awakens, stop listening. We're about to spoil the whole fucking movie. We're going to talk about every plot point. So if you don't want it to be spoiled, stop listening. But um, so I love you. Come back after yeah, you see it. Yeah, come back after you see what? it, and then you could, you know. Do you really have to say that? Isn't the episode going to be like titled Band Geeks Talks About The Force Awakens? <laughs> yeah, but you know, you never know what some people that get mad at you. Anyway, okay, so Andy. Wait, are we ready? Yeah. Have we have spoiler free now? Yeah, spoiler free. Darth Vader's Luke Skywalker's father. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, no! It's not even. All right. Yeah. Kylo Ren is a solo! Oh, oh, go ahead. Get it all out. All right, go, Andy. Two sentences. Uh, I think this is the best Star Wars movie yet, and I think Kylo Ren is the scariest, most powerful uh, person we've seen in any of the movies. So give it a, a number rating. <laughs> out of what? Like a, like a grade. Give it a grade. Uh, give it one out of six. I guess an even A. An A? Okay. Uh, Tony Hansen. Owner of Phoenix Studios. Yes. Hello. B- billboard charting producer. And say songwriter. It, say it in drummer. your movie voice, though. You have yes. to answer. Okay. I will give you a review of your movie. I <laughs> <laughs> grade Star Wars 7. An 8 out of 10. A solid outing for Disney. Good job, Disney. You did good. I think this is the most solid film since the originals. I think the, the prequels have some good movies, but... This felt like a return to the old feeling. Thank you. Okay, cool. <laughs> says, All right. Says Tony Hansen of the Vague Times. <laughs> uh, Brandy Metaxas. Oh, oh. Yes. I thought I was going to be last. Um, uh, I would also give it a, a an A, a letter grade A. I think uh, I think I we're all. Well, you get, he gave it an A, a. and you gave oh, it you an eighth. Well, you an give eighth. it a seventy-five. That's an A minus. Okay, you give it eighty-five. A B plus. That's what I'm you gonna give it, give it a uh, B plus. So Tony gives it a B plus. B plus. Okay. Eighty-five percent. I would like to give it a uh, B plus between a B plus and an A minus. Okay. Stop trying to top me. Uh, it's an A. Um, okay. I'm sorry. Oh, Two cents. I don't yeah. really. I think we're we're all on the same page here. Where are we gonna argue? 
Like, I really like oh, it. Oh, don't worry. We are not on the same page. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'll just, just lob that I can, over I to you. I can promise you that. Okay. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed it. I have no complaint. I, I have a few complaints, but we don't need to talk about it. Two sentences. Uh, I liked it. Okay. <laughs> I liked period. It's a lot of sentences for two sentences. <laughs> Shut up. I don't, I Philip Castellano, the third. I give it a solid eh minus. Uh, That's you already not a gave letter. it that. Uh, I, I probably give it like a C. A C. It's a C. Maybe a C plus. Wow. Um, the story wasn't very Jeez. original, and there were way too many conveniences for my taste, and it was a little bit of a, a nostalgia fest. So there you go. Okay. Jared Pressman. Uh, I'm going to give it a, like a second base rounding third base. <laughs> so like I'd make out with it and try and feel its boobs, but and if it let me, I'd probably go a little further. <laughs> so what letter is that? <laughs> um, so I can... An L. Okay. You didn't say out of what the alphabet. Well, the the school grade letters. Old school. Oh, incomplete. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, okay. I can't answer. Oh, that's a good grade, bro. Good grade. Uh, okay, and and what you think about like you know overall impressions? No, I I uh, I liked it. Um, it. We're gonna. I know we're gonna really get into yeah. it. That's your second sentence. The, All right, you're done. Yeah. This, no. The summary is: I liked it. I am accepting it into the Star Wars universe, and I will watch it again. Hopefully, not the version that I downloaded in Spanish. I, I want to see that one though. That sounds. <laughs> that has the crawl in Spanish. Yo quiero. Wife, Henry Castellano, go. Yes. Um, I give it. Uh, incomplete. That was a. That was a, a solid good answer. answer. Good answer. But it was a good answer. But I'm gonna Survey. say like an A minus. Okay. Um. I really enjoyed the movie. Highly enjoyable start to finish. Um, I think it's exactly the movie that needed to be made right now, even though there are obvious problems. Okay. Uh, I'll go next. I uh, I had a problem because I was I wrote this like 18-page uh, paper of notes that I sent to Muff and uh, Phil of like my thoughts on it, and then I made the mistake of me and Amory went to the nice IMAX theater in Lincoln Square in Manhattan, and it blew me the fuck away. <laughs> like, I was so... I dug it so much. But, uh, okay, so... Grade... If you talked to me yesterday, I would say B-. minus. Today, I'll say B+. Plus. Um, That's true, because a lot of people said when you see it a second time... Third time for third me. Third time. Oh, really? I've only seen it once. I've only seen it once. And um, a B-plus is just a little bit more than a handful, which is nice. Two, oh, Jesus. Two, uh, two sentences would be... Um, really enjoyed it while I was watching it. Um... Really got bummed when I was done watching it and started thinking about it. So that's me. Um, Corey, you're up. Uh, I think you guys said pretty much everything that I thought. Um, I'm going to give it a B plus. I had a good time. It had problems, obvious problems, but I th- I think for rebooting the franchise, so to speak, it did a pretty good job. And I'm look I'm looking forward to watching the rest. Very good. Okay, so we've all weighed in. So now let's get down to it. Um, and now we're going to talk. Ding, now ding, we're going to yell over each other. Now we're going to yell. Everyone's going to start yelling. I have a lot of problems with you people. I have a lot of problems with you people. Okay. I, uh, the first thing I want to talk about is how this came to be. Um, George Lucas made six Star Wars movies. He directed, um, what is it, four of them? Yeah. yeah. He directed four mm-hmm. of them. Arguably, the best one that the general consensus is is uh, Empire Strikes Back, which he did not direct. Um, J- Empire Strikes Back was co-written, or sc- so the screenplay was by uh, Lawrence Kasdan, who they actually brought back to write Force Awakens. Um, 
One question I have is, is Lawrence Kasdan's writing credit for Force Awakens in this movie, or is it for the stuff they stole from Empire Strikes Back? Okay, no. Okay, I'm not going on. Good jab. Good jab. I like that. That's good. That's Come on, man. That's a solid start, honey. Okay. He's not here to defend himself. So, anyway. Get him on the phone. But, um... Because George Lucas probably also has a writing credit for characters based yeah, on yeah. whatever. Uh, based on characters appearing in other Star Wars movies. Right. The, um, so if you create the character, you get a writing credit. So he, di- oh, he directed the first one. The second two, he got guest directors. Um, obvi- a lot of people feel that Return of the Jedi is the weakest one of the three, but that's debatable. Um, then, uh, 13 years or so later, the prequels came out. A very uh, controversial set of movies. A lot of mixed feelings. Mostly negative. Um, me being, uh, you know, uh, I love George Lucas fanboy... I like oh the my God. prequel. Oh, that's my email. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I like. Uh, I well, really check like... it, Richie. Check it. Don't. It, it could be important. <laughs> it just it, got it, lumped together with the other seventeen thousand unchecked it's emails. Seventeen thousand and three. I'm not even joking, guys. Okay, so um, no, Richie's not an exaggeration. Then um, I, and the prequels. You know, I think you know by the end of the prequel series, he sort of had down the the tone of that, but um, he stopped making them. And it's been 10 years. And since the prequels, George Lucas has gotten uh, the shit kicked out of him by the fans uh, on Twitter and uh, other social media and, and message boards and comment sections. Everybody talking about what a piece of shit he is for ruining their childhoods for um, the different tone of the prequels. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time comparing uh, this movie to the prequels because I want to just talk about it on its own. But... Um, George Lucas had some ideas for the next three episodes of Star Wars, but never made them. Uh, so getting being tired of getting shit on by his fan community, he sold uh, the franchise to Disney for over $4 billion. Uh, and Disney supposedly is already halfway to making that back. Uh, he also I, got shares. He also yeah. Got, he got a huge stock of Disney shares. He's like the second biggest... Uh, Holder now, and uh, he's also on his creative consultant. Mm-hmm. Well, that's very lucrative for him. Mm-hmm. But oh he because he didn't have enough money. <laughs> well, in an article I read by him, is they kind of didn't want him to consult at all because he said he went to the set, he saw the story, they didn't want to use his story. He said, "Well, this is not what I would do," and he said, "Okay, I'm just gonna get out of here and let you guys do your thing because no one wants to hear from me anymore." So I have an opinion on or a thought on basically what's going on with George. Okay. I, in my opinion, I feel like George Lucas is like the best thing and worst thing they ever happened to Star Wars. You know, he created it. He did a great job creating it. I feel like, though, if you take, like, A New Hope, he came in, and it seems like, just outside perception, uh, it seems like that he was leaning other people for ideas, you know, uh, Macquarie, you know, for the, the graphics, and it just seemed like like, like more of a like community coming together with ideas and putting it together, and it came out great. And it seems like that when he did the prequels, it was more like... These young kids come up and saying, "Okay, George, whatever you want. What, what do you want to make?" And it's just a lot him. of yes men. Yeah, it's just all about making what he wanted. You lost the community feel. You lost the other ideas, and well, it seems like I'm misdirected. It's really interesting you said that because you just segued me perfectly into the point I was trying to make. That's what I do. Um, <laughs> so with Star Wars, uh, George Lucas had, com- especially the prequels, had complete creative control. He was the boss, and no one was going to argue with him. Okay, now fast forward to 2015. J.J. Abrams is making Star Wars. Uh, under the uh, supervision of Disney. So they just spent... Okay, now let's look at this from a business perspective. Disney just spent $4 billion on Star Wars, right? Um, so basically, this money, this money, this movie has to make money. Um, so do you think that um, the 
the money. I mean, not that it shouldn't. This is a you know, it's the the movie business, the movie industry. Uh, do you think the monetary return was a huge factor in the design of this movie? I don't. I'm gonna let Corey answer that first. Definitely. I mean, they knew that going into it. I mean, when you you go shopping and you see BB-8 on literally everything, they had that in mind. Star Wars is a money making franchise from the get go. So, you know. Uh, Unfortunately, I don't think they really cared much for the fans, but they did incorporate a lot of what we expected into it. But again, they were playing it safe. So, all right, guys, jump in on that. What do you think? It's the, the the money. They made a lot of money, and they they're gonna. They're saying they're on track to make more than Avatar, which made like two point eight seven million dollars. Really, and Avatar oh, yeah. was and terrible. The, and the only money oh, you're talking fun. about is from box office sales. Every time you go into every place, there's a there's, Star, a, there's Wars a Star Wars something. You should also notice. So mm-hmm. so they're making money with all that stuff <laughs> they, too. They made another billion aside like, from box ex- office sales. They made another billion in licensing. I heard if mm. that's correct. Yeah, just from oh, yeah, putting definitely. the logo on Coffee Mate or whatever. You know, yeah, yeah but like, the <laughs> but the thing about that is that they don't the thing they don't. They don't do that. So, like, Nescafe is like, hey, can we put Star Wars stuff on our coffee this month? Right. And then they pay them to right. advertise their own movie. So, a, right. a large... They're getting money. A large, a large percentage of all the advertising that we've seen every day in the stores for the past six, eight months, Disney hasn't even paid for. Right. George, no, they're, they're getting money for it. They're getting money yeah. for it. The companies are paying saying. them because they're That's trying to... That's what I'm to... saying. They're making money from... Free, free advertising. Free yeah, advertising. they're pretty yeah. much free advertising. <laughs> George Lucas could never have done what they're doing right now. But if you look back at the deal, you're almost like, wow, he gave away the whole company. They're making it almost half back or more. I'm sure, wait, sure more. And now and now we get, we're get we going to get Star Wars pretty much constantly from now until we die. And every, ha- every movie after mm-hmm. this first one is profit, probably. Yeah. yeah. How do you how do you feel about that, having more Star Wars? I mean, is it... Does it? Are we going back to the well too many times? I mean, I, I like it because I'm a Star Trek fan and I like having, you know... 20 something seasons of different series to watch. I Makes think that's up for cool. all the years in between where we were all suffering, like wishing they were doing more. <laughs> right. You know, there's all, every, every game is always stunted because of bad leadership in Lucasfilm. People coming along and trying to lead it and changing direction and games not coming out. All right, <laughs> let's do this. Um, I made a list here of the things. <laughs> you made a novel. Shut up, Mom. I made a, a list of things I loved, things I liked, things that were meh, and things I fucking hated. Okay, <laughs> so. I'll start first, and then we can all weigh on this. I loved Daisy Ridley. Mm. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I, I have no problem with any of the actors in, in the I think in the, the actors movie. were super I, I think, Yes. Yeah. I think every every everyone in every role was perfect. Yep. I also, and I know he's getting a lot of shit, I also liked Adam Driver. I loved, actually, I loved Adam Driver in this. Favorite character in the, in the film, probably. I liked him. Who was that? He was a great character. Adam Driver? Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. It was weird when he took off his mask. I just, like, he... That's I'm used to seeing people saying that. I'm used to seeing him masturbate, like, into a sock. Like, oh, he, on girls. <laughs> yeah. Wait, can I just say one thing? Uh, my friend saw Star Wars for the first time in Brooklyn. And he said when Kylo Ren took the mask off, the entire theater burst out laughing. Oh, yeah. like I, I gasped because I didn't know he was playing the role. Gasp. And I, it was, it was a. Yeah. You were there. Gasp. But uh, yeah, they said they actually laughed. It, it was a great. It. He did a great Anakin impersonation. Stupid hipsters! I can't. Oh. <laughs> Phil, say what you just said again. <laughs> he yes. did a great Anakin impersonation. Yes. Prequel exactly. Anakin. May I tell you? He looks like Anakin hardcore. I agree with that. I, I think 
there were shades of Hayden Christensen in his performance. Totally was. And I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. He was so pretty. That's what it was. Pretty well, You expected, like, you know, pulling off Darth Vader's mask and... Like, I don't think he's that attractive. I thought that... Like, like, he's, he's, the guy who hit on me at the like gym he's... today was way more attractive than Adam Driver. <laughs> you, you, this is the second time you've heard <laughs> no, it. No Keep scars. it in I'm very proud of myself. Like, there's no scars. There's, no, there's yeah. nothing disfigured. He's just like... He just oh. wants to wear it. He's, he's a poser. He's, he's showing how he's a poser. He's trying to become, you know, his grandfather. So. I love how much he looks like like Anakin, and he's he, he's a lot different too because he's like way more petulant. Like he's like quick to temper. Like he's cool as a cucumber, and then he just explodes because he's a baby. Mm-hmm. He's a big baby, big baby. I uh, I love the amount of Chewbacca we got in this oh, movie. Yeah. That was, that was, yeah. He was amazing in this. He was great. He looks great, by the way. I, I wonder what conditioner he's using. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of heads and shoulders. Did you he... must be very brave. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> It, it's, it kills that line. It's awesome. I love that. Um, I also love um, <laughs> oh, yeah. the the, the stormtroopers' point of view. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Totally. Yes. I think I think that was that was groundbreaking because we've never like seen that. We, they've it's always been like the extra like extras kind of. Well, just, I mean, they're there. They're shooting. They're dead. They're. Fighting, they're all one dimensional in the original it. trilogy yes yeah in the original trilogy yes. Mm-hmm. well in the clone wars you got to see i mean it's not the same but they're kind of stormtroopers yeah, like you yeah. get to see the clones and they have their own personalities that's the first time yeah. they really let's, did and, that and for the sake of this let's assume let's let's not talk about any of the animated stuff all right, good. because let's just stick to the films all right okay, gotcha okay, yep. okay, mm-hmm. sorry um i i liked the dialogue a lot i mean yeah. what do you guys think of that i thought it was the yeah, same script yeah yeah, cool. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the updated 2015 humor. You like that? It's yeah. from Finn. Uh, like a little, you know, a little uh, Marvel, a little Avengers humor yeah, kind totally. of thing. I think it worked. Totally. Filmmaker Corey, what do you think about the uh, dialogue? Dialogue was great, and did you know that Lawrence Kasdan did have a writing credit? No, I, I did. I was making a joke before. Uh, okay, <laughs> just saying, in case you didn't know that. Um, yeah, close fucking good. IMDb while you're doing my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I thought BB-8's dialogue. I thought he cursed a little too much. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he did give did. the finger. Right? Um, yeah. And and another and probably my most the thing that that I'm tortured about because I loved it and didn't like it is the original trilogy feeling that like they really captured that feeling so well. I mean, what yeah. do you guys think of that? Uh, yeah, yeah, they definitely got it. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Trilogy, still the original trilogy. I feel like this is like one shade down or one step down from. I mean, the the thing is, you know, the way they got that was unfortunately by copying a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, instead of like storytelling and techniques, it was a lot of you know replication. I, I feel like the whole run between Poe and Finn escaping from the. Death Star. Yeah. <laughs> that, exactly. I, I feel like that felt to me most Star Wars because of the dialogue between yeah. their, uh, you know. It was just, snarky. Yeah. All right. So I'm moving on to the things that I liked about it. Not wasn't crazy about them. Uh, I liked the humor. Because uh, I, 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 I laughed a lot the first time I saw it. Uh, but obviously the next two times I've, I saw it, it was a little less. But some of the jokes are really good. Um, uh, this, this is probably the funny... Uh, Funny man Jared Prespin. Would you say this is the funniest <laughs> Star Wars movie? Um, intentionally. The Ewoks are pretty funny. <laughs> Unintentionally. They also swear a lot. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I'm kind of torn between like the 2015-ish humor you know, and the fact that it's in a Star Wars movie. Um, I liked Finn, Poe, Han, Leia, BB-8. I, I liked all the characters. I mean, um, I know... I know Carrie Fisher's getting a lot of shit. Fuck off. She's like a 50-something-year-old woman. You know what I mean? Like, she, I thought she was great. 
I mean, I wasn't bothered by that. I think she looks better now more than ever. That could just be me, personal preference. And everybody just keeps asking her, so how do you feel not looking 17 anymore? (laughs) It's like, well, I'm 58. And I love that she's owning it. She's like, guys, please. Why are we talking about how I aged right now? This is ridiculous. And I I mean, you know, it's funny because when you watch um, Star Wars and then you watch Indiana Jones, because all of us are pretty much Indiana Jones fans too, right? Uh, Assuming. Yes. Um, It's the same actor, but... It, he doesn't look the same. You know what I mean? It, like you could no, tell it's Harrison Ford. He doesn't look the same. He doesn't. It, it just it just talk, speaks to how great of an actor Harrison Ford is because you know he hasn't been Han Solo for thirty something years and he just adopts the posture and he just jumped right back into it. And I'm like, hmm. you know, and I've been watching Harrison Ford movies for the last thirty years. I'm like, that ain't Han Solo. But he just like he's such a great actor. He just jumped right back into it and like just put that jacket on. He was fucking Han Solo again. It's yeah. amazing. It was really. But he had matured a lot too, though. That that was I really appreciated that because he was still the same Han, but he also had a lot more to him. Yeah. It is true. Um, I oh. really liked the visuals. <laughs> yeah, a lot. I mean, I, I can't say enough about totally. how great it looked. I didn't really see any bad CG in it, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. I mean, I I prefer. That's uh, because they tried to use more practical effects. Please. <laughs> I. I prefer Revenge of the Sith more, just because I like when shit looks over the top. Like I like Zack Snyder. I want things to look like not real, but like hyper real, like ridiculous. I like that personally, yeah. but I I thought this movie also looked phenomenal, so I can't. I I, I kind of liked the lightsaber coloring in this a lot more than the other ones. Okay, do you know why you liked it better? Because they yeah, because yeah, they use the um the FX lightsabers. Okay, yeah, um the <laughs> lightsaber toys that me and Phil are so crazy about. Yeah. Um, while they were filming the like uh, traditionally in Star Wars movies, what they'll do is they'll hold green sticks, and then later on a compositor will you know color it up. This time, and they still do the compositing with the, uh, you know, uh, rotoscoping, it's called. Am I right, Corey? Mm-hmm. Look at me. I know <laughs> doing good, Jesse. I know doing, good. doing good. Thanks, buddy. Um, <laughs> so uh, they still do that. But the problem with the green sticks is they don't cast light on the actors' faces. Oh. So, and if you look at the old Star Wars trilogy, there's no light on Vader or Luke's face Not when the saber is right in front of them. It's barely even street. But now they're using <laughs> LED uh, poly- polycarbonate blades. So when Finn brings the lightsaber next to his face it casts a blue light on his face I love that that yeah. was re- very cool yeah. mm-hmm. definitely an improvement there um, I okay reading reviews of because after I saw it I read a lot of reviews and almost I'd say 19 out of 20 reviews have to start with after the failed you know prequel yeah. attempt or this one <laughs> erases the prequels from people's memory or after George Lucas disappointed fans um, and I was expecting to go, you know, I personally like the prequels. I don't expect everybody else to. Whatever. Story for another time. Um, but No, I, it's a story for now time. I walked into this expecting it to be like, okay, this is going to be a prequel bashing fest. We're going to see Gungans being torn apart by Wookiees <laughs> in the background. Um, you know, we're going to see pod racers getting blown up. We're going to see, you know, just all, all like, you know politicians getting shot you know everything like the anti-prequel uh and i was pleasantly surprised to find a lot of respect given to the prequels more than they even had to um for example they referenced the clones Mm -hmm. kylo ren the big bad goes to general hux you know i don't know why we have to deal with these stormtroopers we should just get clones you know what i mean and that's a reference to prequels maz kanada says you know she talks about the sith and how the sith became the empire oh yeah and then in um Ray's vision, 
they actually got back Ewan McGregor to yep. do a voiceover yeah. for that. He says, these are your first steps. I have a problem with that. That was really good. That was beautiful. That was. You've been practicing. He Thank really you. loves him a lot. I know. You could tell it in his voice. Yeah. And didn't but... they also splice in Alec Guinness too? Yeah, it's Alec Guinness. You know, when, you know when he says, come here, my little friend. Don't be afraid. They took the, uh, the Ray out of afraid. Right. So he goes, Ray. So it's both Obi. It's both Obi Wan. It's both Obi Wan. Yeah. 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 What a beautiful. Obi. What a beautiful homage that is. They were, they, that movie was chock full of beautiful homages to a lot of nostalgia. everything. It's a nostalgia fest. I have a problem so with respectful. that, Richie. Though. What you, what's the problem you have? What's your problem? The whole thing with the vision. Now this is it's it's specific to this movie, but it also keeps happening in other movies. I don't like when you go see a movie and then like. Two weeks later, there has to be 17 articles from the director and the producer and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, but mm. did you notice we did this? Everybody's and, pointing and, and shaking right yeah. now. Yeah, that, that annoyed me. <laughs> Phil, 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 you have a big problem with this. We that annoyed about the this. shit out of me. Go. It's like after the movie came out for like five, like a week, still it's happening. J.J. Abrams was like, oh, explaining a plot point. It's like You shouldn't have to do that. You shouldn't have to explain plot points. You know, you made the film. You shouldn't have to do that. Yeah, um, it's, just, you should go into the movie, be able to see it, and take the information out of the movie and that's it. Well, that's one of the biggest problems with the movie that nothing is explained Ugh. at all. But the but it, like with this movie specifically, like they a lot with the vision in the middle or what like we'll get to it. But like you know the a whole R two D two thing, why the Millennium Falcon was there. Like he keeps jumping on things everybody's like too shitting on, and it's like you shouldn't have to defend yourself. Like I don't I that bothers I agree, me. I agree that just with bothers you 100%. me about current media. Um, Corey. What do you think about that as a filmmaker? If you make a you make a film and then you have to after the film uh, do interviews and explain every single part of your film to people, it's like, weak, right? What it's do you weak. think? <laughs> that means you definitely left something out, and you're just covering your ass right now. But like to his defense, they're making future films, so they they can easily just pick up anything yeah. they missed out and and, exactly. and fix that's it. That's why. That's why I'm like I fail to like. I'm not gonna like erase this from my memory because I don't think this is a good standalone Star Wars film. Well, like this needs to be in context yeah. with six, seven, eight, nine. You know, oh, like, you know, it's like that's what mm-hmm. it is. It's not. It can't stand on its own for me. That's what it's I think. I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> it's but, a setup. <laughs> uh, but isn't that problem with the that people have is that there's a lot of deleted scenes and we still don't know that maybe Disney said. Yeah, cut this out, cut this out, and that was what was. What, what, that's why he has to come out and explain things. Yes, I, I have a theory, um, and Andy, I agree with Andy 100% here. I have a feeling that J.J. Abrams made this movie with a lot more exposition. Is that right, Corey? <laughs> Did I say it right? Exposition? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You said it right. I'm not sure if that's what you're actually referring to. <laughs> exposition meaning explaining what's going on sort of off camera? It would be usually a character would yeah, explain yeah, in what dialogue. Yeah, in dialogue. Yep. Richie, uh, spell exposition. E exposition. So uh, <laughs> the uh, no, but I feel like there was a movie with a lot more meat in it and and explana- uh, explanations of of what's going on, like especially the political climate in the movie, uh, and uh, and you know how things came to be and all these little conveniences that sort of irk me when I watch it. Uh, I feel like there was a cut of the movie and JJ was like, "Look at this movie," and then like and Disney was like. Where, I just want to see Han Solo run down the the, the hallway to Death Star. I don't want to hear anything about uh, you know the the resistance and the Republic. I don't want to hear about. I don't. Want, I don't care how they did this. Just more Han Solo and Chewbacca and lightsabers right. and, yeah. and X wings. You, you, know, you just keep by... bringing up. Oh, I'm hmm. sorry. Go. Okay. Well, you keep bringing up conveniences. 
tell everybody what you're talking about because we know because we've talked about this. No, lot, I, but... I feel like there's a lot of plot holes and and convenient yes. and, and and sort well, of not jazz. No, I, I, I'm going to get to that in a oh, second because I want to get down. Yeah, I didn't. Right, Russia. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, in my meh column, I was going to put the music, but on the third viewing because I couldn't sing any of this. Like after I saw. Um, the Phantom Menace. I came out of the uh, the movie going, you know, and uh, and after um, I saw I saw um, Attack of the Clones. I remember holding Damien's hand, my be- my best buddy, and going, <laughs> he's like, stop that. <laughs> and then you walked out of it today, going, <laughs> no. The new theme is this Ray's theme. I because I I made a note to to memorize it. It's <laughs> that's that's Ray's theme. Corey's bobbing his head. Um, but I, after seeing it again, I really like the music. In fact, I love how John Williams scores camera moves because every time there's like a big, you know, like a, a push in or a pull out, like he goes like a little harp, you know. So every like like you know, when you pan down to like you know a big pit, you hear like the lower. The lower strings come in, you know. I thought that was really cool. What well, Andy's shaking his head at me. I, I don't like when there when there's scores or there's sound effects that uh, follow camera moves. Really? Yes. Filmmaker Corey Machado, what do you think about that? <laughs> I think it depends on the uh, material, but usually it's used to uh, evoke emotion, and that's to help guide the audience. But uh, I think because they're shooting for a general audience, that's why they used it in this film a lot more than you would in, in something more complex. The, the, the main thing is the uh, the when there's sound effects, because that happens sometimes. What was that horrible movie with the, with uh, with the Kate sound effects? With Kate Beckinsale. Van Helsing? Underworld? Van Helsing? Don't you something. dare talk about Underworld. Yeah. One, no. one one of those don't you talk bad about Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> she's, a, she's a saint. I love her, but there was really loud sound. <laughs> yeah, it was like every thing. camera was like... <laughs> 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 well, what about Batman? Hans Zimmer, uh, you know, every time Batman opened his cape, that was a musical cue. No, I, no, no, I'm not, I'm not talking <laughs> about. Yeah, that's yeah. a. Yeah, that's, that's okay. A music Firm. cue, musical cue, Firm. not a camera Firm. move. Firm. All right, so we're we're, we're divided on that. Um, the thing that you really liked about it, I didn't like, it, which is the the millennial humor. Humor, like I okay. the, between Poe and Finn, like I thought that. That's going to get dated. I mean, I like it now, right. but I feel like in a... Because the humor in the originals aren't dated. Yeah, Nerf I don't... Herder, walking I don't, carpet, you know, like... Yeah, but scum. that's not like... I don't think you could have the, 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 the humor that was in the originals today. I agree. I think it would be, it would be corny. Okay. And it was corny Fair. back then, too. Yeah. It was really corny it wasn't back, then. Good back then. Either. I like it. <laughs> well, you're corny. Don't get technical with me. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Don't call me a mindless philosopher. You overweight glob of grease. That's awesome. All right. Anyway, um, the next overall meh is Hux. Why the fuck do we need him? By the we way, know. by the way, all these mehs are, are are things that are nothing like the original, and that's your main complaint is that this was too much like the original. Okay. What are they? Just interesting. Ah. No, just I, I haven't gotten ah. to my hated yet. I haven't well, gotten to my hated yet. Hux needed. We needed a Tarkin. So there's that's Hux. A, that's all he's there for to be Tarkin. Yeah, he's Tarkin. It. You get the you get the the guy with the gaunt cheeks 
on uh, wearing the military uniform, and that's he was was his role. That's he looks it. like a Weasley. All right, but, but I, is he more <laughs> another Weasley? <laughs> All right. I'm confused though. Or is I'm confused more... who's in charge though. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Is, is Kylo, Ren, Kylo Ren, Ren in charge? Or Hux is but that was kind of no, that like... was kind of a thing in the original trilogy though. Like, yeah, like, like Darth, Darth Vader in charge. No, Tarkin in charge. Like like, no, it seems like they're like Emperor. Together. It seems Emperor. like they're, they're there's like they're three people siblings. in charge. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. Same level. Yeah. Well, no, in the original Star Wars, they had that whole round table. Yeah, Darth Vader was setting up like the whole time. It was like. And they're like, where's my chair? Frighten us with your sorcerer. Darth Vader seems to be like out of the out of the whole picture in the in the in like rank. Yeah. You know? But this this team it seemed like it was just them equal, like mad at each other, annoy each other, but same level. And it's like, I I I I I hate people too. I hate the people I hate the people you hate, Snoke. Me too. Well, we don't know what's gonna happen. I'm also looking for well, the map. Well, you needed a guy who had the force, and you needed a guy who didn't have the force, and that's why they're so so different. Okay, that's my question. Them. And and we'll see what happens. Uh, things he might I, be really important in the next one. <laughs> things yeah. I really hated in this movie. Star Killer base. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have an idea. Let's build a fourth dead star. And when it's like, oh hi, Marvel movie. Nice to see you. We're now fighting a bigger, better version of what it was before. And they explain that in the movie. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they insult George Lucas like, this is the old Death Star. <laughs> no, 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 this is our Death Star. Right. No, it's different. There's your That's exposition, Richie. <laughs> I have a question for all you people that hate the Star Killer Planet Destroyer Planet. You liked it? Like the I don't, Death Star Hoth? Like like it, it, but <laughs> since you guys have conquered many galaxies, how do you do it? Oh, wow. With oh. deception and politics. Politics. You know what? Politics. politics. Yeah. Andy, that, that had crossed my mind. I what, thought that what would exactly. Because I was could, pissed about it. I don't know what I would do. I would make maybe like uh, they're all in a fleet. There's a lot of destroyers because maybe a lot of remnants of the of the of the fleet have gotten together, and maybe they build like a super ship ship in the middle of it that's protected by outer ships using like a shield generator or something. So like it's that. still build a super ship. No, but look at bigger it. is fine. Bigger's not the problem. Death Star. Death Star. Pretty much a death yeah, star. Yeah, but here's the thing. That's why. Palpatine would never have blown up the seat of power. Ever. He because that's for him to take over. He like a good conqueror, you don't blow up the infrastructure that you're trying to take over. You <laughs> leave it in you you defeat that the heads of the government or whoever, and then you use um, that infrastructure. Yeah, except they blew up the Death Star and then they said, Hey, let's build another one. Yeah, they did. In that. the original trilogy, yeah, well, that was dumb. I always thought that that was a cop out. <laughs> I was like, too. wait, I that's remember why being the Jedi is not the best that's one. What I'm saying. Yeah. It, they, the thinking's weird. I mean, they're always just trying to kill planets. Like, they're not trying to, like, even... They're making armies, but, well, just let's try to... We will destroy all the planets till there are no more places to live. <laughs> no, but but, the, the, but that's what you do, is that oh, you it's destroy a, real a couple scam. of planets, and now the other planets will fall in line because they don't want to be destroyed. Okay, so yeah. Andy, yeah. Andy Andy hearts the Star Killer base. I don't heart He thinks it's the most original, greatest He's idea. No respect, Andy. Well, no respect. <laughs> they, like, they instilled Give a death duck into idea. Hoth. Great. Give me a better idea. How do you I take over? I just told you. I gave you one. I gave a whole thing. I just told you. The maid. Big, get a big <laughs> mega maid. Mega maid. Mega maid. Mega maid. And power, power and influence. Yeah. I don't want to watch your movie, Richie. It sounds yeah, boring. I, I want to watch Andy's movie. That's a, that sounds Hoth like a Netflix series. Who just said Hoth series? I think episode one should have been more like House of Cards. That's what I think. I think we should have watched Palpatine like fuck someone over his Senate table or something. Oh, that's so weird. 
Yeah, good luck pitching that to Disney. So, 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 all right, moving on to the Starkiller base. Sorry. The next thing I did not like at all was the cross guard lightsaber. Oh, Sorry. I, I, I yeah. disagree with you on that one. I love that. You I like it. it. Yeah. Because you bought one. No, that's not one. Really. <laughs> no, I invested so much money. <laughs> Philip, explain how that's useful, a no, cross blade lightsaber. I, I, it. I, don't, I don't agree. That's, what, that's where I agree with you. I don't agree that it's useful. I like the idea that he's using a lightsaber that's broken. That crystal, the crystal inside there is like cracked. So the only way he can use it or build a lightsaber is to have exhaust ports on the sides. I would have liked that explanation like, in that the movie. Is that a real thing? Yeah, a I real would have liked them no. to talk about I, that. I, I, the I, thing and in that's the, the first time I'm hearing about then that. Then you would need that's exposition. Right? It's a thing that, from... That's that, not important. It was, it was, yeah, what? That is not important. Okay. I think that thing is the, the <laughs> coolest... <laughs> is pointing really vigorously at everybody. I think that is... Richie, Richie, you're going to be a Star Wars fan by the end of this. <laughs> oh my god! I think that is the Let most scariest lightsaber we've ever seen. All these lightsabers, as they are, are you know elegant weapons and stuff. And oh. all of a sudden, this thing is like just like making the scariest noise. It's like sparking. It's just like it's like she's broke. And you don't know and if it's gonna like blow broke. up. You don't know if it's gonna like blow up in yeah. his hand. Yeah. And you know what? It kind of makes. I don't sense care if it's rebuilding. pointing anyway. It's just like. Ah! <laughs> Things about to fall apart. That's why. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, who who was there to teach him how to make one? Nobody's Not around. Luke. Luke, yeah. Luke Skywalker. Luke there. The fuck were you, Luke? Yeah. Wow. wow. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Moving was, on. Was that part of your hate? Where, 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah, but, we're divided on that. Yeah, but all right. If we're if we're really gonna take it back though, Luke was already flying by the seat of his pants in the, in the original trilogy, trying to figure out how to make a friggin' lightsaber. Like nobody showed him how to do it. It's like they it's like a terrible game of telephone where they have like no supplies to, to build this crap, and uh, I, it kind of makes little, sense. Little little aside on that, I always thought that Luke built his lightsaber out of Qui Gon's lightsaber. That's that's gonna That'd be cool. That's my. Uh, Fan theory on that. He goes to Obi Wan's hut. He goes to Obi Wan's hut. Obi Wan kept it. No, where would he? Oh, he had it. He had it. Derp. Anyway, but moving on. Next thing I hated. Oh. Is that cool? Maybe it's that cool statue uh, with the Why can't we talk and, about yeah, these things? Dope. Why are you rushing? Because I'm, I have like a, I have eighteen he pages. Like he has pages. a really big, Stop and we're on page one. Corey. I really like. I really did not like Ray's convenient mastery of absolutely least favorite character in the movie. Yeah, that bothered me. I loved her. And I, and I want to just give her a hug, but, but I, 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 I was like, wow, she's good at this. Wow, she's good at that. Wow, she understands that. Wow, you know, that, that kind of bugged me. Where'd you I learn think, to speak Wookiee? Yeah. The, the whole point for me was that they said it's an awakening. It's almost like when she touched the lightsaber, it woke something up in her. And it maybe yep. all the you people mean, there, all the blue glowies there are kind of like do you, helping Do her. you mean the force awoken? Yes. 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 Well, I think that that happened when she arrived on the planet. An awakening. Uh, I think that that happened when she arrived on the planet, though. Remember when oh, she's coming theory. in? Yeah, that. Go, go with that, Amber. So I was talking about this in the car earlier. Um, so like she gets to the parish, the, the the planet, and she's like, "I've never seen so much green in my life," and closes her eyes. Planet Tokudana. That the planet where Mas Kanata lives, you would never know that that's the name of the planet because you, you did research or something to figure that out. Uh, again, the I biggest have an problem. I eighteen-page paper in my hand. Nerd. <laughs> no, but that's, Nerd. no, but to again, his defense, the there's a lot of stuff the in the Star Wars universe that has yeah, names. Yeah, except we and don't know the places. Kashyyyk. Wait, yeah. Yeah. Why are we, where what? the fuck did they get that lightsaber from? Who? 
That's a story for another time. No, no, it's a story. <laughs> oh, I yelled at the screen. Remember the thing? No, that's a story for right now. <laughs> Tell me that fucking story. Well, that sounds well, interesting. We were supposed to find out because it is, can I talk about the deleted scene? Oh, please wait, wait, do. wait. Let Emery finish her yet. thought. Though. Oh, Emery, finish your thought. Go on. So she arrives at the planet. So meanwhile, um, I mean, how far can I get into this, Richie? Because this goes deep. You have forty-five seconds. Oh, go. go. Okay. So she arrives on the planet. She's been living in, in a barren wasteland for presumably most of her waking and life. Tattooing. So yeah, it was Tatooine. I get it. We all get it. Um, so she's living on Tatooine Part Two for her whole life. There's no life, as we know. The Force is drawn from the life among you. There's no life on this planet. She all of a sudden comes into this planet all this green all this life all this action and i think that's the moment where she starts to become in tune with and the, I wanna, the I planet was a metaphor for her <laughs> <laughs> are you sure it wasn't when they walked in the bar and it started going i want to expand on that for a second um that theory kind of makes sense now uh, a popular fan theory is that um, Ray is a the daughter of one of the main characters of the mm, original yes. trilogy. Uh, someone said she's related to Obi Wan Kenobi. Mm, um, Granddaughter, maybe. Uh, or that she's Luke's daughter. I think Luke's daughter. she's Luke's daughter. I, think now, she's Luke's daughter. I don't buy check, it. Check this out. Check this out. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go down a little rabbit hole for a second. And I'm gonna try to make it quick. Um, okay. So, in the Republic, the old Republic, when uh, okay, say Brandy and Andy have a child and it's Force sensitive. Mandy. Yeah, they have. His name is Randy. Yes, Randy Escalise. Mandy. Of Brandy. More. Mandy. Okay. Bandy Escalise. And put an apostrophe in there to make it Star Warsy. But Andy Escalise. Bandy. Perfect. So, and this child is force sensitive. Well, if the kid grows up to be an asshole, he's gonna be really dangerous. So, for safety, they got to take the kid and train him to be a Jedi, and they take him away from the parents. It's fucked up, and they don't really touch on that too much in the prequel, uh, but they kind of should, because the Jedi are kind of fucked up. But anyway, um, so how come Luke wasn't affected by this, who was Force-sensitive, and how come Anakin wasn't like a total like monster by the time he was 10? The reason is, they're on these barren planets, you know, not surrounded Outer by a lot planets. of greenery or wildlife. It's, it's these Outer Rim barren planets. So... If Luke has a kid, right, Ray, and and at around 15 years old, Kylo Ren starts fucking killing everybody, and Luke runs away, right? He's gonna drop off his daughter in hiding on a planet where no one will know she's force sensitive, mm-hmm. just like Anakin was, and just like Luke was. It worked so far. So <laughs> that's my 50, theory. 50. In the vision, is do we see um, if the Empire? Parents? No, we see them. We see the ship that they're flying away in. Uh. If they keep building another Death Star and that seems to keep working, then they can keep <laughs> dropping four sensitive kids off on sand planets. Because that <laughs> seems to keep working. All right, thank you for allowing me my little tangent. Uh, the next thing I really fucking hated about this movie was uh, Supreme Leader Snoke. Oh, he's awful. Yeah. I thought that was pretty shitty. Why? Because Why? it was just like a. Because he's lame. Oh, you mean the big guy? But yeah. you don't know who he guy? is yet. Yeah. I don't know. Just, I don't, it's I don't the Marvel like... way. We put an evil guy in a chair and yeah. make him say things. <laughs> yeah, and make him bigger than everyone else. Didn't care for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we all think that he's like two feet tall. It's the trifecta thing. He's <laughs> like, what no? are you doing? Like the three bad guys? <laughs> Comes out of the little hole. Kill the I, I don't know why. I just... I... I'll get you. <laughs> so you're like, saying it wasn't needed at all? The, just the character and the way they handled it took me out of the movie. Yeah. Mm. Although, although if the Plagueis theory is true... 
It'll be it, awesome. Andy Serkis said it's not true. I know. Oh, of, like, of, exactly. of course he would okay, say that. Guys, you're talking like everybody here knows what you're talking about. The plague uh, is theory. Maybe our listeners don't know what we're talking in about. In episode three, they reveal that uh, that Emperor Palpatine's Jeez. teacher was a, a creature named Darth Plagueis, who Palpatine explains to Anakin uh, that he killed in his sleep. Uh, what they're saying is because Darth Plagueis' power was mastery over life, that he could have lived throughout the entire uh, you know, empire era. And, Ky- and Kylo calls him wise. Also, but listen, ooh. Snoke is immune. He's a he's a he's one that's of the That's in the books though. He's what? That's in the books though. But all that's only something in, else. That's only in the EU. It's not a canon. If you look up Darth Plagueis, you will find the picture of Darth Plagueis looks exactly like Snoke. To the T. Bum bum to the T, gentlemen. What if he's the What if he's the other what's who's the other I one? Hate him. Who ordered the clone I army? Siphodius. Maybe he's Siphodius. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> Do we, we never. No, Siphodius was a Jedi, right? Maybe he's a bad Jedi. Right, so we're getting off topic. That's one of my, one of my annoyances. Right. Everyone, how are we getting off topic talking why, about wait, Jedi? Wait, wait, wait. No, no. Why, why did you hate that character so much? It makes no sense. It just, it it's was not a, it didn't do anything bad. Quesadillas? <laughs> <laughs> no, quesadillas? Burrito? No, because it was... No, he was a lame character. He was lame. Yeah, he's he, absolutely lame. But obviously, you know there's a reason he's there that we are not going to know until a future but movie. It, but if you look so at... But if you look at if you look at Ian McDermott's performance of the Emperor, it's nuanced, it's... Not, not in, not in uh, episode five... Well, he wasn't in that movie originally. Right, I know, but I'm just but saying. But the the but my point is like every Whenever there's a hologram of the emperor. No, every fucking line that Snoke delivered was like bring her to me. It was like, "Oh, come on. Like the ship's blowing up. Like let them run away. Don't take 10 seconds to say a word." It's just and also the <laughs> way he looked, idea. he looked like a, a Lord of the Rings character. That's why you like him so much. I I just saw it once. I I, I don't <laughs> dislike. I don't hate him. Why do you hate? You, I hate him. There's much hate in you. There is. <laughs> All right, next thing on my list. Emo R2-D2. What do you mean by Oh, yeah, I don't get it. No, this plays back to the theory we were talking about before. Um, so he went into power save mode, which is whack. So power he's like, he's like, mode. he's sitting there weeping in the corner. He has a screensaver on. <laughs> he's he's doing that brick maze. Yeah, he's the maze. <laughs> he's doing the flying, it's the flying toaster. But, all right, so this goes back to the other theory. Ray shows up at, name the planet. Tokudana. Tokudana, where Moscanada lives. Moscanada. And um, <clears throat> I think that R2-D2, when she comes back, he senses her presence. Yeah. If she is related to Luke, then she would be like, he would be like, oh, hey, my um, dude's back. Something R2-D2. I sort of had to figure out on my own, because uh, this movie doesn't really go out and say it. I mean, it kind of <laughs> says it, and the, by the third viewing, I kind of got it. It was that um, there are Force artifacts, and Luke's lightsaber is a Force artifact because it gave Rey a vision. Um, uh, Darth Vader's helmet is a Force artifact well, we because don't, we don't it know gave yet, technically no, but it gave it gave Kylo a vision. They don't really say that. No, but he says, "Show me, show me again. Why aren't you showing me? I'll do it. You know, I'll finish what I you guess. started." So at some point, it must have shown him something. I, no, I like that theory, but it's geez. You guys are a that. bunch of nerds. No, <laughs> I don't know I, what you're talking. I disagree with <laughs> that. I'll tell you why. It goes back know. to it goes back what to is, Kylo being a big whiny brat because I think he wants to commune with the Force so badly that he thinks he's seeing. Stuff. I I, Ooh, I think he saw something like once. Yeah, and so he's living his whole life on this one. Yeah, thing. but he saw it once in the it's way like, that Ray saw something but yeah, once. It's oh, like, exactly, did, exactly. Yeah. But also, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, go no, on, go on. on topic. Going back to R two, which is where we start talking about. Yeah. I don't still don't understand why R two was suddenly is like, 
Oh, now I'm on I it. Think, Here's I think, a map. I think he's a force, uh, force artifact. Like Richard That's what I was to. saying. Maybe yes, R2 is a force too. artifact. He belonged to two of the oh most powerful... Oh my god, this sounds like nerd reasoning. He, be- he belonged yeah. to the most... Yeah, it is. Yeah. He, be- he belonged to <laughs> the most powerful <laughs> Jedi ever. You know, it's That's like... true. So yeah. far, everything on your hate list is like really not important and you're trying to read into a lot of things that list. aren't... It's, been, it's, it's a blame of the movie, obviously. That's a huge plot hole. What do you think of R2 conveniently waking up at the end of the movie, Corey? Eh. So that was on your med list. No, how could we explain that, though? Andy, explain how that happens. Why does he just suddenly wake up? I don't need to explain it. It just happened. But oh, my God. Whack. That's the it's problem whack. with Star Wars. <laughs> Him. There's a lot of fingers being but, but no, no, no. to explain this. <laughs> yeah, wait, exactly. Can we... Wait. Wait. What? what? Uh, this is not the plot hole we're looking for. But I guess, you know what, Andy, it's the same sense that Richie really didn't like Snoke. Because it's like, why do we need to explain it? He just doesn't like it, you know? What, I guess, why do we need to explain R2-D2 waking up? He just did. It's just whack. There's a it's term for that, too. No, yeah. What's that? What's that? Deus Ex Machina. Oh, yeah, this movie was, this movie was Star Wars The Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> so many Pretty convenient plot. No, it's it's a uh, it's a convenient <laughs> plot moving forward device. Is that a yeah. table at a bar mitzvah? Oh, no. Yeah, Deus Ex Machina. It wasn't even. R2, it wasn't even a plot moving device. It was just like, oh, this happens, and you're like, why does it happen? Doesn't make any sense. It just it just wakes up. Can we uh, talk about a larger there was, plot there was a hole connected movie, to that? Though. What? A ton of that. The larger plot hole connected to that. It was two things that that really bugged me about the movie. One, why is there a map to Luke? It's not a map to Luke. Why is there a map to the first Jedi Temple? There you go. And huh. wait, I lost it. Oh, <laughs> that's it though. Sorry. Wait, why is there a map to Luke? And why... oh, and why does Finn keep telling everybody that? Every single yeah. person he meets for the first hour of the movie, he has a map to Luke Skywalker. <laughs> no, I agree. 100%. Just a trooper. That's like that's like when you tell Jarrett you have diarrhea. Everybody's gonna know about it. <laughs> Did you have diarrhea? Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, okay, the next thing, uh, throwaway characters, like Captain Phasma and Max von Sydow. Uh, oh, my God. Blah, blah, blah. I, don't even, I don't even know who you're talking about. Uh, Captain Phasma was played by Gwendolyn Christie of uh, of uh, Game of Thrones fame, the, the big chrome bitch. Who's good? <laughs> she was good? Who could have been anyone? Right. She did nothing. She did, what did she do in the movie? No, no, no. no. she is good. Oh, she Wait, is good. Why? She is as a person. You like her as a person. Wait. Yeah, she's good. But Corey, no, Corey just said it, though. Say it again. Say say what you just said again. It it could have been anybody. You wouldn't even Correct. know. Right. Wait. It, it could have been Richie Castellano. <laughs> Was it? Well, you know what? I thought in that first scene where they're killing all the villagers, why not make like you know Phasma take out like a giant machine gun or or a sword <laughs> and start fucking killing everybody? Show how badass she it's is. Almost like make the, her the stand Boba out Fett like thing. Boba Fett. Yeah. She's cool, just... but she doesn't really yeah. do much. Yeah. yeah. And then she gets overtaken so easily, like Just no like fight, Boba- but yeah. Yeah. no fight. TR8R was better than that. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. They, they could have took out that stormtrooper, the one who was doing all the fucking yeah. karate T-R-E-R. moves, and, and, and have her fight instead. Absolutely. It would have been a lot better. Missed opportunity. And also, Max von Sydow, the old man at the beginning of the of the movie. Who is he supposed yeah. to be? Yeah. I don't know. Well, they don't say his character I don't even name. Think, I don't think we get an explanation for that. Why are you offended? Oh, I, I bet he's a younger version <laughs> of like Rose Squadron or something. <laughs> oh, maybe. Oh, no, I can't. It's too young. It's too far away. No, but I like Andy's right. attack at Richie. He, like he, everything he's complaining about. They're like, "How dare they introduce someone briefly and then make them go away?" <laughs> you know I'm saying, I'm "Where like, do they get like, the nerve?" How do you even know these people's names? I'm just like, "That's the actor's name." I don't, I don't even, know what his character name is. But I'm saying, like, you're so offended that this character was on screen, and I didn't even, I don't even remember it. Who's All this right, fucking guy? Why is he it. on Jakku? Yeah. Why does he have a map to the Jedi Temple? How does he know? 
um, the the Organa Solo family. How does he like? And and they just don't explain it. Like, oh, there's a fucking old dude on a desert planet that's gonna move the plot along. Do you think he was a Jedi? No, he's a Jedi. Like Jedi. Do you think he was like a Jedi scholar or something? Yeah, that's what I think. Like like that like the librarian lady. I totally agree. No, I take it back. I bet he is in Rogue Squadron. If a planet is there, I hope so. He did all the math just now, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I figured it out. Yeah. I so, was a rogue squadron. <laughs> okay, Richie, who else did you briefly dislike for a while? Okay, good, good question. Oh, the, girl, the girl Biggs. on the planet. The girl on the planet. The girl, the girl on the planet. planet. Uh, the representative for Leia. Oh, okay. So there's all, the, there's, a, there's all this like political unrest in the galaxy, but we, we don't care about that apparently. And and there's and it's the reason why the um why Starkiller base is attacking the Republic, but we don't. That's not. No, a, no, no. I'm sorry. There, the resistance. It's oh, yeah. not the Republic. This is the confusing thing. It's not the First Order. No, it's Empire. No, star, the First Order is is attacking the Republic, Republic. because there's supposedly a, a political unrest uh, involving the resistance and the First Order and the Republic, and and it's like basically they said, "Hey, you don't need to know about that. We're, we're just we're just gonna blow. We, we're we, just we bad wanna, guys who blow people." We don't, that's what, that was my problem. We don't want to talk about politics ever again. Let's just draw the politics. Yeah, no more politics. There's, there's, there's a political problem, and we're gonna solve it by blowing up five planets. Yeah. Did, did they, they blow up yeah, so Coruscant? The, no, it was the Hosnian system. Why did they blow up the Hosnian system? They didn't because that's the seat anymore. of power as the capital of the New Republic. Uh, it was the Coruscant. I feel like I'm a little bit old school, but I would rather watch. People blow up shit, then watch <laughs> CNN or a debate. I'm sorry. That's not what I go into. C-SPAN. 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 You know I'm what? Sorry. She makes a very good point. It's a movie. You're the kind of guy. You're the kind of... I don't have one. You're the kind of guy who loves, loves, loves action movies. Like, we'll watch the shittiest action movie and enjoy the fuck out of it. And you just got the most awesome Star Wars action movie and you're shitting all over the fact that it was an action movie. I loved it. Star Wars is different. You didn't love it until yesterday. Apparently, Richie wanted an eight-hour... Eight-hour C-SPAN. To Richie's defense, it is Star Wars. It's, it's not like a Jean-Claude Van Damme film. You watch you, once you gotta, every fucking five should, years. This yeah, one, you're gonna watch, to I'm going to watch this every week for the rest of my fucking life. I want it to be perfect. <laughs> just to realize how ridiculous it is, we should like dissect a, Jean- a Jean-Claude Van Damme film. Like, blood, <laughs> like Bloodsport. <laughs> I love Bloodsport. Overanalyze Bloodsport. I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> Quick story. Bloodsport was the first bootleg movie I ever had. I could, back then, remember, it used to take three years for movies to show up on VHS. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like went to my dad. I gotta have this movie. I gotta. <laughs> I gotta watch this movie every day. Anyway, uh, next thing on my list: um, the lack of Luke. Uh, uh, I don't like this list. Uh, and the fact that Luke has absolutely no impact on anything that happens in the yeah, movie. Yeah, he totally should have been in there, like right in the beginning, and like done I, nothing. To, but yeah. Be, just be there. But the Disney explanation, I'm, I'm you know why. Because Han Solo brings this star power through the whole first thing, you yeah. know, and then Luke picks up from there. My well, only problem with Luke is the epically long, like, see Luke's face. Look <laughs> at you. Look at me for 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, they better have a really good explanation for why he just, like, up and bounced when Kylo turned, like, evil. Because uh, And also, this movie kind of paints Luke, Leia, and Han as like real pussies and yeah. like deadbeats. It better be good explanation. Mm-hmm. Like they had, a, y- y- your son had a problem with your son so you, you ran away and you got, and you split up and it's like, and eh, eh, nothing I do he about it. He never got the power converters. That's where he went. He went to buy adapters. <laughs> <laughs> everybody. I'm he finally got to, to go down to Hitachi Station. <laughs> Because it is. He's, that's Richie. He's oh. going to buy adapters. Well, <laughs> Richie, power yeah. 
Well, Richie, actually, when I we never watched got my it, power. I never got my adapters. I'm going to get no, my adapters Richie's now. review of The Force Awakens is, what's that flashing? <laughs> so Richie had a really good um, idea today. When we were watching in the IMAX, when they're pulling out of hyperspace, um, going to find Luke, that's where they should have ended the movie, before they find Luke. It's like, they're going on this grand journey. Wait. Yeah, and people would have murdered themselves if they didn't see Luke. I, no, no, no it, fuck that. Yeah. Fuck well, that. For what? For twenty seconds? No, what? Was, no, no. Do you know what that was? There. Do you know what that was? That was the, that was like the post after the credits yeah. scene, yeah. and they instead of doing that, they just put it there. Like, That's it what it was. It fucked up the pacing of the movie, it's, though. It, it fucked it up. Is there a pad on your mic? Because you're blowing mm-hmm. it up. I don't know. It's like why is Luke's not in the in the in the trailers? There's no Luke. They're hiding Luke. It's like why isn't he in the trailer? Oh, because he has like that. It would have been in the scene. Who's, yeah. <laughs> Who's voice are you imitating when you're doing that? Do that again. That voice. He's, he's just that douchebag. Who yeah. are you picturing when you're making end, that voice? People would have been like cursing, upset. What's going on? Why? No, then they shouldn't have built him. They shouldn't have built him on the movie. They shouldn't have put him in the movie. Then All they right. should he was save in him for the, the second movie, and, and third movie. You guys movie. are still upset that he was in it. No, I'm What's saying. What's wrong with you? He wasn't in it enough. Put it the other way. No, Andy's not listening. You're upset that he was in the movie. But you were upset that he wasn't in the movie enough. But then he should have been in the movie. But he shouldn't have been in the movie. Andy, calm the fuck down. No, it's the same complaint that Richie had before. How dare they put Luke Skywalker (laughs) in a movie briefly and then take him away? (laughs) (laughs) Where do they get the nerve? Me and Phil, because me and Phil were sitting near each other in the movie, and and we kept looking at each other like, this is when it's going to happen. Luke's going to come in with the green lightsaber and fuck everybody up. Oh, I thought that too. And 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 I kept waiting for it, and I kept waiting for it, and then the end of the movie is like, fuck. Then where the fuck is Luke? And then and he's like, hey, I'm here. Wait. And I don't say anything. It's fuck <laughs> you. Going Luke in. showed up in, in that battle at the end. It was like, she's going crazy. People would have lost their shit. Yeah. yeah. Best movie ever. Go- yep. Going in. That was on our list of things we will hate if that didn't happen. And it didn't happen. He didn't turn right. his lightsaber around once. I know what you wanted. You wanted Luke to come in like uh, Sam Flynn. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. I did. Yeah. Sam Finn. No. no um, Tron. Tron. Wait. Sam? No. Sam Flynn. Sam? Sam Flynn. Sam Flynn. Is oh, Kevin Flynn. Kevin Flynn. Sorry. Kevin Flynn, yeah. I brain farted for a second. You wanted him to come in like Kevin Flynn and go, Okay, my next problem with this movie is, and I wrote this here. Okay, I don't feel this way as much anymore after seeing it today in the nice IMAX screen. I'll fix you. What is it? You'll fix me. I'll fix you. Because look, while I was watching the movie, uh, and I was like, oh wow, this is exactly like the old movie. I was like, ah, fuck it, this is so much fun. Look, we're flying around, we're fighting each other, we're running down hallways, we're making jokes, it's chewy, shooting people, it's awesome. But, I mean, between the high of seeing the movie over and over again, what what sort of nags at me is that it's not very original. The The writing w- was lazy because they just drew on the old yeah. source material and made it, so, as George Lucas would call it, a retro movie. And... The fact that everyone is fucking okay with that, yeah. and 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 if anybody criticizes that, like saying, "Hey, what, like, isn't this like not original at all?" Everybody going, "Well, fuck you, yeah, fuck you and your fucking prequels. This <laughs> is the movie we wanted, so fuck you." I'm like, "Oh, you wanted a cover band? You wanted the Star Wars let's, cover let's band? Put the, let's well, put the plans in the droid and have the droid on the desert planet find the Force person, and then yeah." Well, this is what I think. I think <laughs> who what, are you picturing when you're doing what, that voice? I think <laughs> what's going to happen is that everyone loves the the original trilogy. And some people like the prequels, and I think now there's going to be a split between prequel people and sequel people. Ooh. You're right. Prequel, sequel people. No, no. Andy's absolutely right. Because everyone loves four, five, and six. Yeah. We could. All, everyone could everyone agree, on that. agree on that. What happened is all the prequel bashers have become Force Awakens apologists. I'm looking at this online because all the prequel bashers are like 
fuck this, fuck Jar Jar Binks, fuck politics, fuck uh, Padme. Yeah. It's like, now they're like, this is the best fucking movie. Fuck you. I don't care that if there was no original plot in it. I don't care. I don't care. Fuck you. If you, like, bash... Voice Awakens online, like at all on like Facebook, you get torn apart. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah. I, put I love up, doing I that. I put up an article, and I mean, it's th- it's their fault. It keeps falling. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Hold it like a lollipop. I yeah. Sorry, my my pop filter keeps falling. Lollipop um, filter. I <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, posted this article and the headline was why force awakens is the least interesting star wars movie to date and nobody read the article because the article was very well well spoken i think most of you guys read it um and it was saying how like there was no real original contribution to it but everybody saw that title and and just started jumping down my throat i was like you gotta be kidding me read the article read the article because it's talking about how (laughs) even though the prequels had their obvious faults that there was a lot of original material. There was a lot of stuff. And you know on. what? If if you hate if if you if you're curious about the prequels and you haven't seen them because you heard they were bad, you should watch them anyway. And you should buy them on Amazon. And Andy, how should they get that? Well, what you do is you go to ridecast.com/bandgeek and then you go to the top <laughs> of the page and hit the Amazon link. <laughs> and that will take you to the regular Amazon and a small percentage of your purchase will just shop normal and a small percentage of your purchase will help this show because you know we know you enjoy listening to it but and, uh, don't uh, forget you can't uh... it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> cost you anything and, extra and, and Brandy add your little disclaimer you can't already have it in your cart when you go and hit the Van Geek link it will not count you have to put it in there after you get there um, can okay. I ask Corey a question okay go muff to Corey <laughs> I want to know what your opinion is on the people that when you when they're making a new movie like Star Wars or let's say like Ghostbusters or something like that that's old but they're making it new and people are like you're fucking up my childhood like how <sighs> dare you like I'm getting really sick of that <laughs> what against those people yeah, in general like what why can't people separate the two <sighs> Because people get butt hurt over shit that I love. I was waiting for it. <laughs> That's my official answer. Ding, 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 you win the butt hurt award. First to say it. I also want to say something. Um, you got to understand something. I am an uber Star Wars nerd in the same way that I know Tony is, and I know Philip is, and mostly Jarrett, and, and recently my wife, well, recently meaning after marrying me. Um, I thought you meant recently because she no, divorced no, no. you after you watched Star Wars. But. Before dating you, let's be real. But um, so the things I'm looking for from this movie, I will I will admit they're not what the average moviegoer is looking for. Like I I I have such, like you know Tony and I have played Star Wars role playing games where we you know like, like Dungeons and Dragons, but we insert ourselves into the Star Wars galaxy with all the characters and we interact with the major characters. So for someone like me, I wanted I want additions to the lore. I want I want yeah. th- anything moving it forward to fill to fill out the universe more and make more places I can go to and more interesting things. And and the and I was a little disappointed that this was so beholden to the original. However, I fucking love this movie. I I have I have an incredible amount of fun every time I watch it. It's just that I so, I sort of just want more from it. And the other problem is that we're not really going to be able to tell what we really think about this movie until we see more. Because I'm hoping that they backfill some of yeah. the information yeah. uh, with the new movies. And, and, and even though like this is sort of a cop-out, it's, it's kind of true that we really can't judge this movie totally until we see how it fits into the whole 
um, overarching uh, new series. And I feel the same way about Batman, about Superman, Man of Steel. Because I feel like, wait, this is the tipping off point to a whole universe. And where I give uh, Man of Steel the benefit of the doubt, I really have to give Force Awakens the benefit of the doubt and, and, and wait to see where they go with this. Would you guys agree yeah. with that? Uh, I, mm-hmm. I definitely hope that they do like a TV show, live action TV show would be cool, like they're doing with like Marvel is doing, you know what I mean? Yep. I want to see like a Netflix TV show would be cool, Comic, new comic books, that are all the new, all lore adding stuff. That's right. what I want. Right. All cool that, new all stuff. All lore adding stuff Co- that's canon. Yeah, that's also, exactly. Yeah. We also didn't talk about um, uh, the deleted scenes. I, I, we're going to do that in one second because there's a couple more things on my list. We're only and, on page two. Oh. It's, no, no, we're good, we're good, we're good. <laughs> is your kiss on my list? The, but there's one thing I want to ask Corey about because we have Corey right here over. and I want to I yeah, include, include Corey. some more. Oh, um, hi. I feel like um, a filmmaker in the 70s or 80s, the studio hires you. They say, okay, here's the script or what's your script? Go make this movie. We might give you a few notes and you're going to make this movie. And then we're going to see how the public reacts to it. In, in the internet era, the fans will fucking tell you what they want. And I feel like this is a movie, just like a lot of Disney's movies, that has to pay, you know, uh, what is it, lip service? Or that has to pander to the fans. And basically any demand the fans have, they try to put in the movie. Like they're trying to make everybody happy. I mean, do you feel that as a, uh, filmmakers are dealing with more fan interaction and they have to try to, you know, uh, deal with social media you know, <laughs> while they're making their movies? I mean, of course, definitely, especially nowadays where you have an open forum online where people can say whatever they want. But, I mean, let's bear in mind that Star Wars is an already established franchise. So there's a lot of history and there's a lot that people have opinions about. It's it's one of those films that change filmmaking, especially in terms of modern day filmmaking. So it's it's always been part of that shift. And uh, it's hard to please everyone, but I do think that they try to do it just to, you know, you, you want to please not everyone, but you still want to make money at the end of the day. Do you think? Uh, I don't know what their what their shooting timetable is. I don't know if they've shot episode eight already. Do you think that that Disney is going to be monitoring the uh, fan reactions and trying to maybe adjust the story of episode eight accordingly? Do you think that's possible? <sighs> to a point, but I think it's already set in stone. I mean, Disney is a company that plans things to a T. Right. So, we'll see. I guess. I think they've already started shooting too. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Since, I was uh, gonna say since you've been shitting on the movie, <laughs> did you? <laughs> I wanted I wanted to go around and say like what your absolute like did you have an absolute favorite moment watching it? Oh yeah, and uh, we, we could start. I mean, someone else said something before we do that. Do we? Uh, well, I I wanted to kind of elaborate on what you guys were just talking about for a second because that's exactly like when I summed it up in the beginning. That's exactly what I think. This is the movie that they had to make for the fans so they can be like, okay, okay, look, we're passing the torch, but we're going to do it respectfully and we're going to bring in the original members and maybe not everybody will be around at the end of it, but we're passing the torch to these two new, very strong characters and you guys need to be okay with the fact that we're doing that because with the prequels, they just like threw us in there and they were like, this is what it is. And now it's like, okay. See, we're easing easing into the the pool here. It's I feel like they're they're trying to avoid an uprising. <laughs> yeah, I think I think mm-hmm. uh, JJ, did, you know, the the thing he does best is is this rebooting thing, and it was familiar, but it was new, and they added new things, and now we could like get going. You know, I think they've. Um, I was gonna say that I think they've uh, made the 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 movie 
the, yeah, like they say, like the safe version. They took out all the stuff that maybe that we would want to see, that we do want to see, and we kind of demand to see. Oh, but right. at the deleted. same time, oh, talk about the deleted scenes. That's what we wanted to talk about. Um, and so like all those things, that, like sort of deleted scenes. So the whole thing was the whole movie was supposed to start with the lightsaber floating through space. Which yeah, would, Luke's would have been great. Luke's lightsaber. Luke's lightsaber yeah. that he lost in um, in Cloud City. In Bespin, yes. In Bespin. <laughs> I should say Bespin. People go who, oh. where. Um, so that's that why it's it was in instead space. of they did the whole thing with the under like the underbelly of like the, the destroyers, destroyers. Yeah. and uh, but Wait, where are you getting this information from? By sources, me no. and George we talk. <laughs> no George on a shit. Uh, no, but seriously, um, <laughs> but um, this is the first I'm hearing. A lot. I read a lot. I read a lot of articles on it. Okay. Um, anyway, so it was supposed to be the the saber going through, and they would follow the saber, and then eventually kind of linked linked together. You know um, how they got it. Yeah. How 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 it got to her. Yeah, so anyway, there was an article. I'm sorry, Tony, to jump in here. There was an article online talking about the Blu-ray release of this and what the on the list of it, what the deleted scenes are going to be. And that's what this article is outlining. And almost every deleted scene is like, I really wanted to fucking see yeah. that. That was one of my problems with the movie. And like, so it seems like they really trimmed the fat on this and the fat they trimmed was me. Yeah, but <laughs> I was the fat that they tried to get I said that those... to you the other day. The problem you have with this movie is that they made it for me, not for you. That's right. And go on, Tony. They, they also cut. Um, but was this information that, like, I'm just very curious because it's the internet. Like, was this information that came from, like, a fan and they're like, it's and now everybody's no, believing official. it. Was it's, this? It's official. They're talking about the scenes. Like, Supposedly, this was shot, from... and that's why it's going to be deleted. Undeleted scenes, rather. I'm going to look this up. Go on. Go on. I'm going to ignore <laughs> what you're saying. Look it up online. Um. So, um, the other stuff they were saying was that um, Ch- Chewbacca rips uh, someone's arms off. Oh, yeah. see. I want to see this. <laughs> exactly what I said. Like this is if at any time for him to rip somebody's arms yeah. off would be when your buddy, for all these years, is killed. Like that's the moment. Yep. He almost ripped somebody's arms off for, for losing in, in the chess game. Yep. <laughs> but like Tons kill, he's just really mad. You he's know. old. He's um, a lot of good shots in there. Also, um, Maz has uh, this exchange between Maz and Han Solo when they're fighting off the stormtroopers, and they have some kind of funny exchange as and. Uh, Han Solo, during it, I believe, notices that Finn's boots are a Stormtrooper boots. Oh. So he realizes he's not part of the resistance. resistance. And also, I heard that we see, we see Maz using the Force. She, oh, right. She used the Force, too. Right. Well, I, I think that there I think that there was a team where Han gets out with Chewie, and they start fighting the, the, the yeah. resistance. And Han takes a shot mm-hmm. to his, like, I think it's his right. Yeah. And he's not looking. And then he looks, and he's like, oh, man, how did I just do that? So I think they might be like alluding to him having the force, or maybe Maz. Did I think it. Maz yeah. moved, his, moved his hand like, more likely. You know what shot I'm talking about, right? Yeah, he the just, Tony Stark shot. Yeah. I thought he just. He, like, <laughs> I thought he just looks like he, he does knows this. it there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's it. I, he's I a took ninja. this as a Han Solo moment. Like I know there's a guy over there, so I'm just gonna shoot. That was an Indiana Jones moment. Yeah, yeah that was Han Indiana Solo Jones. Moment. But Hell maybe. Yeah. So yeah, the, uh, it seems like uh, originally this movie took more time to explain the things that uber geeks want to know about, but then they had to say, look, yeah, it'd be great to put all this shit in there, but yeah, we got to make this a tight, exciting movie. You yeah, know what I mean? new people. That's what's more important. Yeah, Do you know, people. I remember mm-hmm. we all got out of that movie theater and was like, wow, it was only like two hours? That's it? Because we're used to much longer movies. How about 20? I, I know. I don't know. I was expecting no, like, like, it, it, it was like 210 or 212, something like that. 210, yeah. Now, I know, Muff, you think that I'm shitting on it, but that's because I just I had my list of liked... Well, loved, liked, meh, and hated, and we and we went down in that order. But uh, and I'm gonna start first with the with closing statements here because uh, I think we've uh, tortured our fans, band geek fans, <laughs> enough with this. And and I promise this is the last Star Wars 
ep- uh, episode for a while. That's a lie. That's probably a lie. This is the last one for a while. Um, get ready for next week when we start dissecting Batman versus Superman. That's right. <laughs> get ready for fucking Batman versus Superman. Because it's January and it's two months away. And then once this movie comes out on DVD, we'll do a recap, right? We'll do With a Blu-ray DVD commentary. extras. And... You guys are so right. I'm so I'm totally full of shit. Totally full of shit. All right, wrap it up. Um, Come on, let's go. So uh, my closing statement... Okay, if you haven't seen this on a real IMAX screen, uh, now I'm not a film snob per se, but if you haven't seen this on like the really? big eight eight story tall IMAX screen, I wasn't. We weren't planning on seeing it, but me and Emery we found a coupon, so we went. So we went. And let me tell you. And it was in 3D too. A 3D IMAX. And wow. I usually I think hate it has 3D to be. movies. I think it's only in 3D IMAX. Yeah, not, yeah. not regular it, IMAX. What's the seating like there? Is it like it's it's stadium oh, seating and been there's there? like 900 no. seats it's in like there. Watching the the Earth. screen is it's like ridiculous. three stories tall. Or it's eight stories eight tall. Eight stories tall. Yeah, there you go. There's, oh wow! It's it's like watching on the side of a there. building. I remember I remember seeing. Um, I saw 300 there. I saw episode two there, and remember there's a scene where like Padme's got a little nipple poking out. It was like the size of my fucking head. Yeah, and most Star Wars fans would be like, "That's not enough stories. Eight stories. One more story. One more stories." So. I really, really, today at this, like, I saw it the first time, me and Phil had the same reaction, like, what the fuck did I just see? Like, what happened Because you were just there? sad that you didn't see Luke until the very end. Right. And exactly. And that bummed you out the whole damn that movie. Because yeah. I, I was waiting for him the whole time, then when he showed up, like, kind of, I was like, oh. When I was a little he, kid, it was all about it, Luke Skywalker. He's in the movie for too long in a scene where he stares at <laughs> somebody way too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to come back for episode eight. They're still just going to be standing up there. <laughs> Okay, so let's get started. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they open up with some cool training shit. That'd be fucking cool. uh, I okay. So my closing statement on this, I really enjoyed it. I have a every time I watched the movie, I've seen it three times, and I've watched uh, Jared's uh, Spanish version. Um, every time, every time I watch it, I oh, enjoy God. the shit out of it. Ray, I Ray. question a lot of things. There are some things I think were maybe a little. A little lazy, but I get it. They they gotta get new fans in, like Tony said. They gotta make their money back, like Corey mentioned. And and you know that's not the point. The point is just to get everybody excited about Star Wars right now because we're in for a lot of Star Wars. Um, yeah. And and so I I like that. I you know I get that. I enjoyed the movie. I have some issues with it, but really they're not that big of a deal. I mean they're just they're just real nerdy issues. And I just hope moving forward that they take some more liberties, some more risks and put some new ideas and new energy into the movies. That's that's my piece. And I so I really enjoyed it. If you haven't seen it, go see it or you, uh, we fucked it, we've ruined it for you already. But no, um, and, not and really. if, if if you haven't seen it on a proper big IMAX screen, it's really cool. So that's my who wants to go next? Did did no one tell Kylo that 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 Vader redeemed himself at the end? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that bothered me. That actually, scene bothered me. Actually, that, that's true because who would know that except for Luke? Like, All he knows is that Darth Vader died. Like, did, ah. no one tell him, did no one tell him that? No, no we one knew that. Not your mom, him. not your dad, not your uncle, not All your right. uncle who's that, your that, teacher. That's what I had to say. I have so, a question. How, where do you guys stand on the whole Moscanata being uh, a Yoda race? Oh. Because she's like she a was? thousand years old. No, no, it's a theory. Oh, oh uh, maybe the females. Oh, the females have the ears. No, but she has a she no, has a prosthetic. My over guess, it. Oh. my guess was that she, since she's a thousand years old, and maybe her ears don't work so well, she had to get cybernetic implants, and that's she, why she, she has, has a. Uh, what's the fucking guy's name? <laughs> oh yeah, what's that guy's? Oh, I the guy remember. who walks around with the carbonite. 
the headphones? The yeah, the metal. I I know his name all the time. I don't know his every name. every time I see a bald Lo- guy and I'm playing with Bose headphones. Lo- Lo- Lobot. Lobot. Andy, Andy, Andy Lobot. coming through. Oh, Andy. Andy. Yeah, Lobot. Maybe she has a Lobot head uh, headset. She has weird eyes. Anytime you're on a plane, you see like a bald guy with with quiet comfort Bose headphones. It's like it's like fucking Lobot. That's why he knows. She I got Corey. <laughs> that's how powerful a scene can be if a guy just like this. You remember forever. He, he just closes his eyes, opens his eyes. And you're like, oh, that's Lobot. Um, who wants to go my, next? Closing thoughts. She had one of my favorite lines in the movie. Who? Maz Kanata. Who was? When she went, where's my boyfriend? Yeah. <laughs> I like that Wookiee. <laughs> that was really that was good. I like that. I like that. I uh, want to know what she says in Hadith. Oh, I want to know what that phrase is. And you, want, story to, and you want to know what my favorite moment of the movie was? Mm-hmm. Um, when he goes, Ben! And and Kylo stops and that whole moment, that whole scene up until like where Chewie starts going crazy, killing everybody. I love that whole sequence. That was beautiful. Um, yeah. Who wants to Who wants to do their closing statements next? Corey, uh, you want to do it? Yeah, I'll get over with. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I had a good time seeing the movie. It it wasn't the the Star Wars movie that we wanted, but I think it's the movie that the franchise needed in order to. <laughs> I was uh, for it's the one we deserved. Yeah, yeah. yeah. to right. to. Kickstart, uh, you know, Star Wars again for a new generation. Uh, but I did love Poe. I thought he was he was my favorite character, yeah, even though he's basically uh-huh. Han Solo. So Poe is your favorite thing about the movie? Yes. Okay. Uh, Amory, go next. Oh, God, I'm not ready. Uh, Muff, go next. I know we talked about the fact that we don't, we don't, well, we don't know why Rey is super force sensitive, and I'm sure we'll get that information. But I teared up a little when the lightsaber flew past Kylo Ren's face into her hands. Yeah, and the great mu- scene. And the music swelled because, like, and she was bugged out. And she was like, "What the fuck did I just do?" And yeah, exactly. And it's it was it was done. It was really good. And you and I saw it coming a mile away. I'm like. He's been stopping shit in midair and, yeah. and breaking shit with the force the that entire movie. Sick. And now he's that struggling. Yeah, force. Yep. I love that. But just watching it fly past his face and then into our hands, yeah, it was, was like, I was like, oh my god. Oh, um, I love her. I'm gonna get back to this, but um, theory, uh, uh, Corey, who do you think Ray is? Like, who who do you think her parents are? Her parents? Yeah, because they keep. I mean, it's, it's pointing to Luke. Yeah. But yeah. I think she just has a shit ton of midichlorians in her, though. Uh, <laughs> you can't say that word anymore. That's banned. That you word. can't say it. <laughs> I'd like to put a shit ton of midichlorians in her. Oh. Oh. He gave himself a high five. Yep. Because um, I, I was paying attention to the way the film was edited today. Uh, the third time, I really got a lot more information. And every time they talk about, like, a girl... Or tell me more about this girl. They cut away to something else. Like so, everybody, hmm. everybody goes. Wait, a girl? Is it? And it's almost like you're about to say, "Is is this girl a presence <laughs> I have not felt <laughs> yeah. since?" So anyway, um, so you think it's Luke's daughter? What do you think about uh, Ray? I don't know. Okay, that's good, Andy. I think, <laughs> I think it's actually related to Obi Wan. I um, I although it's a part of the movie, I feel like Han Solo kind of realizes she's special mm-hmm. or she's somebody. There's a moment where he looks at her and like he offers her a job to keep her close. Mm-hmm. You know. But um, but even though that aside, I I my guess is that it's Obi Wan's granddaughter or something okay. like that. All right, uh, Brandy. I just read an article that that said that, and I think it makes a lot of sense. I think she can't be Luke's daughter because it's too obvious. Thirty years on I'm a sorry, desert it's, planet. It's too obvious that uh, he tapped something. <laughs> Tap to wean that shit. She's half sand person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's a quarter sand person. Yeah. Quarter sand. That's why she's so good at being in the sand. But no one thinks yeah. that she's that's a, sick. Yeah, she's uh, so good at the stick. Uh, <laughs> she's got the... Uh, <laughs> it's called a gaffy stick. Uh, uh, Phil, who do you think uh, Ray's daughter is? 
she better be a Skywalker. Because I like to think that Star Wars is the story of the Skywalkers. Okay. That's what I like to think. But I think that the more we talk about Did you her, write this down? I did. I wrote this down. <laughs> what? I, You're going to shout him out yeah. when you've been reading off that iPad yeah. the entire time? I think, yeah. I think that the more we discuss her being Luke's daughter, the more likely she will not be Luke's daughter. That's yeah. what I'm saying. As much as I want it, it's I, not going to happen. I think, <laughs> drop my mic. I think it's <laughs> Obi-Wan looking out for Luke and now Luke looking out for Obi-Wan's family. Okay. Muff, who's Rey? I don't think she's related to anybody we've seen before. Okay. I think she's new. I think she's a Granger. Yes. <laughs> Henry, who's Ray? Um, I mean, I was leaning towards Luke, but now, now there's a strong case being made for the Obi Wan camp. I, I, I was kind of sold that she was definitely Luke's daughter somehow. Sifo Diaz's daughter. Hey. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Okay. Who hasn't done their closing statement yet? Uh, I'll take out my list. Go. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm just kidding. Um, it's very. I, I understand the. Uh, I understand the whole. This is like the the first one. This is the same thing. But I think we saw a lot of new things that we've never seen in any Star Wars movie. A couple of things is we. All this time we've been hearing how Han Solo is like the best smuggler and everything. We've never seen him smuggle until this movie. <laughs> True. That's true. I haven't seen smuggle. We've never... All of a sudden... We've never seen smuggle. He smuggled. I never thought I'd be smuggled 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 myself in these compartments. Right. Right. Mm. Exactly. All of a sudden, he's like... The badass that I we've always that today. we always heard. <laughs> he's the badass that we always heard that he was. There's like two gangs, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I got you guys. Oh, you, you guys there." And and I like, did that. You know, so th- we've never seen that before. Um, we've never seen someone control the force the way we we saw in this movie. Oh, Darth Vader stopped the bullet. He, yeah. st- he stopped that yeah, bullet and then had a conversation. I love that. I and love that. Con- pretty dope. We've never seen like- anyone. Yoda has never even used the force like that. That's true. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's true. When Yoda is like like lifting something, he has to like concentrate on now, it and close his eyes. You, We've never seen that. You love this movie. What's your favorite part of it? Um, What's the favorite thing? That made you go, me. I don't know. I, I I think it was it was all good. I'm still I'm still. It's still processing. You still, need to see it a, a couple more times. I'm still continuing my list here. I think uh, we've never seen blood on a stormtrooper. So that outfit. was cool. That was kind of because they're always getting shot and everything. We've never seen that before, and it's white and it was very striking. And leave it to Disney. How Although, about that? We never think really about seen that. blood. Yeah, we've never Except seen for blood. Four, you see blood a little. We've no, never you seen see blood. blood when Obi Wan cuts that yeah, guy's arm off. It doesn't make any sense. Besides that, well, it's cauterized. It's cauterized. But they didn't know they didn't know that yet in the movie. We barely even saw blood. His lightsaber is running low on batteries. Yeah, it was. If you look at him fight the Death Star, like fuck. Kylo Ren with the with the mind control thing. The sound effect. Darth Vader's never. Darth Vader has never done that. He does that constantly. What? He does it to Luke in on, in the Emperor's throne room. What does he do? He gets information. Ah, sister, you have a right. twin sister. Obi Wan was wise to hide her from except, me. Except except when he, he, he had that big ball floating ball thing with the needles to, <laughs> to interrogate Leia. No, th- that was yeah, but he could he could do it. He I could, don't know. It he seemed like it. more. Wait. Kylo Ren seemed like he was doing more of like a torturey thing. Like he was using the Force to like. Squish their head and read their mind at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like similar you know? to the one that they had in Cloud City, like kind of. Yep. A little True. bit. I didn't even ask me any questions. I, I felt like that was. I felt like that was like, see, see, it tortures. It really works. Tony Hanson, closing thoughts on the movie. 
I'm I'm not would... done yet with my list. Oh, you're you're done. No you're done. If Richie's done with his <laughs> list, no, you're done no, with your Richie, list. No, Richie, you had your list. list uh, go on, Andy. Have his list. Uh, no, I, I forgot what I was talking about. Forget it. I ruined the movie for you. <laughs> I think it, I think overall I enjoyed it, and I think oh, the biggest thing that that probably that, <laughs> sorry, the biggest thing that I noticed, but I noticed like weird things, and we. So, the cinematography, we saw ships differently in this movie than we ever have. Usually, there's like two shots of the ship in all the Star Wars movies. It's like the, the faraway shot with like people walking around it. And then there's like the under the wing shot. In this movie, when they're stealing that TIE fighter, we never saw a, shot, we never saw a ship that perspective. No, a TIE fighter in that perspective. Or any of the ships. Oh, no. I have to disagree with you there because... Um, when they're running, never, when they're running the, to the to, to the Millennium Falcon, they run all the way there. We've never seen that shot before. But if you look, if you look at the original trilogy, oh, I know what you mean. If you look at the original trilogy, like, yeah. it's usually a cut. It's like, look, it's far away. Now it's up. Now close. we're under it. Yeah. yeah, right. But if you look at the original trilogy, uh, they yes, they're, they're taking models of the ship and they're moving the camera around it to make it look like it's moving. They put right. the camera on a track, right? Uh, but. Uh, now, Corey, back me up here. I don't know if I'm right or not, but the, like, mm. the, especially the Millennium Falcon. We got to see all sorts of angles of the Falcon we ever saw exactly. before, and it looked amazing. But that's because the Falcon was most likely CG. Um, <laughs> actually, J.J. tried to replicate a lot of practical effects in this. So I, I don't know what is CG exactly, but I know he tried to use a lot but of But from my understanding, anytime you see a camera move behind something in the, in the air like that, it's CG. That's that's what that's what usually yeah that's the case. So my, my maybe I'm wrong. I'll have to watch the special features on the Blu-ray. But I think that the reason we got to see all this shit is because of the the evil CG that everybody hates so much. But you know, because then you can get these angles that you can't get yeah, in the yeah. model. You know what I mean? And but also, everybody's talking about how amazing the fight se- the flight sequences were. But episode three opens up with one of the greatest flight sequences. You know, in all the movies, so it's like it's not something that this is not necessarily new. No, but when comparing it to the, to the original trilogy, I'm, I'm I just agree saying 100%. this is some this is something new that we haven't seen. I think I think there was even different shots than than the prequels. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, JJ has a different bag like, of tricks than George like, Lucas. You know, it, it would be the person in the cockpit. It would be you know the person underneath, like I said, underneath the wing or far away. It was yeah. never like this medium like perspective well a lot uh, a criticism i, I read about the movie is that it. a lot of the movie happened in close-up uh whereas the prequels there's a lot of huge shots with a ton of people in them right. but a lot of this movie That's happened in tighter I, shots i think it felt like we you were like there it was in your face more it's funny that you mentioned that because today when we were watching it the imax that one sequence when they're on that planet that i can never for- remember the name to um when poe comes back in for the first time and, and he's like oh that's one hell of a pilot finn says you could see that the ship never leaves frame in yeah. the imax version it never poe's yeah, cool. ship is always in frame it's like incredible looking yeah. what you yeah. actually get awesome. to see do I mean, I feel like even in, in Revenge of the Sith, it, it, there was a lot of cuts in that. Like, a lot of cuts. Uh, Tony Hansen, go. Thank you, Andy. You're welcome. <laughs> so Thank I, you, Mr. Data. <laughs> so, I, so I think that, you know, the biggest things for me, you know, uh, obviously the, 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 the third Death Star, I just, I just don't get it. I, I really I, I freaked out, like... During during the movie when I saw it, I'm like, I can't believe they did another one. Okay, <laughs> they did it. You know, there's there's a bunch of little these these bad things. I think I'm gonna be. I think I and many people are gonna be a lot happier when we see the deleted scenes. Mm-hmm. I think for me, it's gonna bring it all the way to like an A. I think. I think the movie's gonna age well, and I think the most important thing about the new movie and where Disney's going is the number two thousand seven hundred and fifty-seven. Do you know what that represents? What? 
That's how many measures at 120 BPM we've been talking about this. Okay? <laughs> and it's important to note that because no matter what, Disney gets it, and they're making a movie that we can talk about and discuss and enjoy. And I think it's going to set up a long franchise that's going to go way beyond us and uh, gives a lot, a lot more Star Wars lore. You know, suppose mm-hmm. you just remind me of something. Supposedly, a lot of these things that we don't understand about the movie have been explained in comic books, in like oh. the in the Star Wars comic books. There's like these pre-movie uh, uh, series bring us up. Maybe it might be interesting if we get those and figure out, you know, mm. what happened because that because maybe like. You know, you know how Phil, you know how you and I and and Muff too, we think that in order to go from episode two to episode three, you really have to watch the Clone yeah, Wars miniseries. You ha- you oh, to. I forgot to bring those back. But do, do you agree with that? Yeah, it's it. No, it that the the Gendy Tartofsky, um Clone Wars series fills in the gap between two and three. Perfectly. So maybe maybe these comics or whatever there's a game or something we have to play. Check, but, that, check that out. We'll check that out because maybe that because because we're Uber fans, we're sort of expected to have read this shit already. So maybe we got to go back and we'll feel differently. Yeah. But I okay. Um, so you're cool. Yeah. Uh, but it, Phil, did but, you go? Wait, can I just PS yeah, on to Tony? The thing with the comics though is is what I was saying. Like you were saying, like uh, Phil was saying before. Like, I would love a TV show, and I would love a this, and I would love a that, and stuff like that, too. With the Marvel movies, it's like, I feel like there's there's a lot, and you want to watch everything, and then you kind of feel left out if you're missing something. Okay. Yeah. So, they still have to make the main movies with enough information for the, I only go to see the Star Wars movies. Like I don't watch does. the TV show. Right. I don't read the comics. It has to stand on its own, and, and it might, and that the one of the issues that we're a little afraid of is that we're not sure if this stands on its own yet. We're not sure. Yeah. Oh. I wasn't. I wasn't reading into everything, but I didn't feel like I was lost in the dark. No, neither did I. Just with certain plot holes, you're like, why? why, why I I why never that? was. But it's like I, I don't like I don't watch Agents of Shield anymore because, because I thought it was terrible. But it, but, no, <laughs> but no, but I think <laughs> no one watches Agents of Shield anymore. <laughs> but it's still on, and it's sti- but it, and it's still like the they say it's like the placeholder. Like it fills in little pieces and does little PSs right. for the movies and stuff like that. So sometimes when I see a Marvel movie, I'm like. Did I miss something on Agents of Shield? You know, well, so you, it's you like feel, you mm. feel cool because you know exactly why the second Avenger starts because oh they just got that information from one of the intel exactly show, yep. and that's why they're there. Oh, I forgot to ask you, Tony. What's your favorite moment of the movie? Uh, the beginning, the opening I, sequence when they're um, when they're escaping from the Death Star. That felt like Star Wars. Oh yeah, Poe and out. Finn. Like you know, I was. I need a pilot. I need a pilot. Yeah, uh, Brandy. Yeah, I'm gonna pass on a closing statement because I've only seen it once, and anything I'd say has already pretty much been said. Okay, pass. favorite favorite moment of the movie? Yeah, a, a, a Finn, solid myth. Finn, there's another thing we've never seen in a Star That's Wars. That's a BBA movie. quote. We've never seen a stormtrooper defector. I, yeah. yeah, I said that. I like that. We've never a lot. seen that before. Well, that was a major plot point. Yeah, I liked it. Can so, I? Can I get Brandy? So can I do Brandy's favorite? Go moment? do Brandy's. Okay, favorite do Brandy's favorite moment. When she's watching it and going like. Is that Ron Weasley's brother? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would like I would like Brandy to tell the story that oh. <laughs> of watching the movie and missing a very important right. reveal. <laughs> really? Okay, okay, I'll share this this moment with all the Van Geek fans. So I was really not into it the first 15 minutes or so because, I don't know, BB-8 was annoying me. I was like, this is all Disneyfied. This is, you know, whatever. So they're running on the planet toward, 
you know, the ship they're going to take. And they're like, ah, don't take that ship. It's a piece of garbage. So I was so mad that the other ship blew up because I knew it was going to blow up that I turned to Andy and I'm like, oh, you didn't see that shit coming? And then the entire theater bursts out into applause. And I'm like, why is everyone? Cl- oh, I missed the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> So your own cynicism robbed you of the joy, and it always does. <laughs> and that's now and your that's least favorite my, moment of the movie. That's my least. I still haven't seen it. Before, when uh, you're talking about the stormtroopers, real quick, you know that's also the first time they finally gave like an answer to the reason why the stormtroopers aren't that good for the for the whole original trilogy because they become orphans and people just get into the suits and not clone. Right, right. But they always talked about that like behind the scenes or I guess from books and everything. But first time acknowledged right. in a movie, mm-hmm. like oh yeah, we steal them from people. And, right. <laughs> that's what we do. We just take them. Yeah. Philip Castellano. Okay. Um, I love this movie. Okay. But I think as a Star Wars fan in the modern world, I'm allowed to hate <laughs> stuff about Star Wars. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Star Wars fans are like the biggest haters of Star Wars, and we all know that. Um, so that's that. <laughs> And that is well my said. statement. Bravo. <laughs> there we Bravo. go. Yes, 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 yes. So, um, Very true. I, my, favorite, my favorite scene in the movie... I had two. The one that Amory mentioned, where he's like, oh, that's a great pilot. I love that scene. Um, I also love the first, when they got on the Falcon and they were just, they were being chased. I love that scene when they were on the Falcon flying and do all this cool shit's happening. But also, I hated, why is she such a good pilot? Like, what, what's the, like, stuff like that bothered oh, me. Oh, but you know what? You know? On this t- on, on this viewing, a lot of the things I, like, I wrote about that bothered yeah. me, like, they explain. She goes, I fly all the time. Oh, yeah. She goes, I just don't leave. Right. I don't leave. There you go. Like, yeah, that, like, she's, like she says that. I and, fly all the time. I just and don't that's leave. the whole thing. She's yeah. also a scavenger, so she knows a lot about electronics and parts yeah. and okay. all that stuff. She's so, a tinkerer. So, she's yeah. a tinkerer. So, so or because you did, she's a Skywalker. You did, or, <laughs> right. But like people were so, saying, how does she know how to do all this stuff? I'm like, that's all she does. Stop she being a TFA around. apologist, Andy. What? TFA. You're a TFA apologist. I am. Yes, you're apologizing for the Force Awakens. <laughs> so he's a TFA. I was trying to TFA. TFA. Which is a Star Wars. I'm kidding. Stop getting all happy. Andy's mad at me now. He's gonna start pointing at you. I'm gonna put that video of you singing on Instagrams now. Well, sir. Um, Am. So you told your favorite. Right. Right. Your favorite moment was. Okay. Amory. I don't. I had a lot of favorite moments. I I don't know which one is my favorite one. favorite. That's um, why I passed. I could tell you the moments I didn't like. Um, no favorite. We moment. just did that for an hour and forty five minutes. No, so. no, no, no. Because <laughs> I I like a lot of the moments. I love the chemistry between um, Poe and Finn. I love Ray. She's super strong and scrappy, and she's like very much Luke and Han had a lady. Child. Um, yes, that's exactly oh, it's their what gay she love is. Child. <laughs> I, I, I really. I, they inseminated loved... the only other woman in the galaxy that told us about the Bothans that died. Uh, oh, we saw a Bothan. I liked that. We saw a Bothan in the bar. Um, so they obviously didn't all die to bring them that information. No, many died. Well, all, all, right. all right, moving We've on. We've still never seen a that's Bothan, a damn Bothan. it. All the Bothans. I was happy to see a Bothan. <laughs> I don't know. I, I liked a lot of, about the movie. I I really can't pick out one that I like the best. I, I like all those those sequences with the that's one hell of a pilot. I didn't like that stormtrooper with the weird sword, and with I didn't like that. Oh, I, I didn't cool. like that scene. That's where, the noise it made. 
where they went down into like when Luke is on Dagobah and he confronts like that whole Kylo Ren Ray thing. I really didn't like that scene when they're in the forest. I'm like, how? Why? Well, what did you like? Just tell you. I, don't, I liked everything else. Is what I'm <laughs> yeah. trying to say. You I loved really, everything else. I loved the everything. The planet cracks else. them conveniently apart from each other. No, listen. Star Wars has always placed a great emphasis on destiny and things just magically happening. The Force is pretty much luck and destiny. So I feel like all these things that we're saying are conveniences. It's like, no, it's the friggin' force, guys. You're missing the point. It's the force. That's where the soul of this movie comes in. You know, everybody says, oh, this movie has soul. The prequels didn't have soul. I'm like, yeah, that soul is the fact that we're trusting in this destiny that the force has. Very good. <laughs> the force is what gives a Star Wars movie its power. <laughs> I'm sorry, what voice are you doing? It surrounds us. Uh, <laughs> I'm imitating you, imitating somebody else, Very imitating Alec Guinness. All right. I want to thank everyone for listening to our uh, over-obsessive, compulsive uh, analysis of Star Wars The Force Awakens. Uh, do you guys think I should post that fucking 18-page thing I wrote? No. No? Okay. Oh, I think you should. Under no a one pseudonym. should ever read that, ever. Under a pseudonym. Under a pseudonym. Yes. Bitchy Castellano. <laughs> there you go. I want to thank... Stitchy Castellano. Recording McCate's games. I want to thank Andy Ascalise. Hello, thank you. May the, may the force be with you. Tony Hansen. And also with you. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Happy to be here. Randy Metaxas. Thank you. Philip Castellano. Why, why, why did we stop clapping oh. for people? Yeah, here we go. Star Wars. Amory Castellano. Woo! It's a Castellano yeah. fest. Jared Castellano. Jared Preston. <laughs> so do we think that's doomsday or... <laughs> We start talking about it yet? I'm surprised you didn't say it. I'm Richie Castellano, <laughs> and today our special guest has been via the internet, via Skype, Corey Machado. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard the name Corey Machado since. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, what's the? Our viewers can't see it, but I want to ask anyway. What's on your wall behind you? I've been staring at it. Uh, that's Captain America, and we got Spider Man over there. Yeah. Okay. And Corey, mm-hmm. your Twitter. What's that? Your- oh, my Twitter is uh, Corey underscore Machado. M-A-C-H-A-D-O. And your YouTube? Uh, same thing. And your Very my, cool. Your MySpace? <laughs> your Friendster? LinkedIn? That's Bananas for Food 27. Uh, <laughs> it's a weird time. Uh, th- thanks for uh, sitting in with us, Corey. Well, thank you. That was fun. And thank you, Bank Geek fans, for listening. Hey, Wait, what? Han Solo did have sex with Princess Leia in the Star Wars. Oh, you're right. He did. <laughs> All right, to uh, reflect my uh, feelings on the Star Wars franchise, uh, here's a song from Episode 1, Phantom Menace, Duel of Fates. Thanks for listening.